Live from Toronto and online via thecomicden.com, it's the roundtable on this Thursday night, February 12, 2009. Top of the evening, Mike Nichols with you, kicking ass and taking names. Tonight, an interesting comment on the blog has gotten our attention and is going to get a roundtable response. You'll get to hear that. Then with Valentine's Day looming this weekend, we'll talk about it in a cultural sense in Japan and of course bring up the anime references. Finally, in the bullets, we'll go through some of the news from the New York Comic Con, some corporate restructuring, and what got pulled off of Amazon's virtual shelves this week. That's the plan for episode 64. The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the comic den Mississauga. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. <laughs> you keep cut my best material, Mike. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a, it's a habit. It's a habit around here. Right? Yeah, like uh, Anime North? That too. Which you're, you were supposed to release at some point? April. Yeah, I guess. He keeps putting I mean, it off because he doesn't want to release it. it off. Yeah, <laughs> I have various reasons for cutting that off. So, I, I mean. I'm going to have to, like, surreptitiously record the next one. <laughs> record the next? Oh, the you next mean, Anime North one. Oh, in what form? Oh, I just use the mic on my MacBook Pro. Oh yeah, use it, or just like a little Are tiny you, boom mic. Just, so. just just have the just just have the boom mic on yours. Have it, and we'll what you'll release that on the. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you inevitably don't release the uncut version. Well, I mean, there's. A, I'll be able to release the really crappy set, like crowd recorded version. Just like host it on Rapid Share and exactly. link it to your uh, yeah, blog hentailawyer.com. Fucking Rapid Share. Or, uh, For the internet out there, stop using RapidShare. <laughs> For God's sake. I'm not about to pay money to become a member. I don't download that much porn. Use Mega <laughs> Upload. Oh mega <laughs> Upload. ShareBee. Badongo. Like, these things are much better. If I download a file of, say, you know, as little as like 2 megs from RapidShare, I gotta wait like 20 minutes to download another file. You know, it's been a long time since I've downloaded anything from RapidShare. It, you... It's just gone downhill, hasn't it? Yeah, it, it really has. They all will eventually, for, I gotta though. wait 30 seconds no matter how big the file is. Hmm. Mega Upload, yeah, I gotta wait 45 seconds, but I get about a gig of download a day. Hmm. Then it just cuts me off for the day. That's about right. Well, yeah. But it doesn't bitch at me, oh, you know, you didn't wait long enough between downloads. Hmm. Hell, even Badongo only makes me wait 30 seconds between downloads. Mm-hmm. Well, that rant's over. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was never. It was, yeah, it, 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 there's not much further it can go. It was Rapid improv. Share sucks. I know, I know. I know. Okay. Hey, it was improv. What do you want? All right, here we go. Um, Mike Nicholas, uh, James Austin, Adam Grant. We have four around the table. Fourth is Enrico Bianco. Greens and salutations to all. Finally, we have four, four around table. the table. Take me to your leader. Um, <laughs> geez. Uh, like, lots of stuff to get through tonight, but, uh, you know, we, we have to kind of still settle in. 
And we started late again. To, uh, we started late again tonight because we were waiting for Enrico. My apologies. No, that's just, that's it's kind of hard to get down by Mississauga Transit. I was going to say, isn't Mississauga yeah, Transit to point? Out Mississauga? <laughs> a fucking excuse for that's a why, transit system. That's why. I missed, that's why. I missed. <laughs> well, you came on a bus, didn't you? So they have buses. Yeah, yeah they have those in yeah, theory. In theory. <laughs> they're out there somewhere, just never where you need them or I mean, when you need them. I mean, this yeah. is why I moved to Toronto. Well, not not completely, but. I mean, I, I know what the transit system. I have a sense of what the transit system's like there. This is why I have a car. Well, yeah. we're I mean, here in Toronto, Toronto, and it'll probably be that way for the foreseeable near future. Oh, living there? Yeah, yeah, that's the way it goes. Well, it's just got to be where the job is. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean it's by necessity. I mean, Can I'm you actually have telecommute. Um, I can telecommute, but when I can't, it's a bitch, and I oh, can't okay. that often telecommute. Fair enough. So I've been down to the office use, most days this week. I love that we still use the phrase telecommute. Work from home. That, I That's find the that phrase, one, right? I, I constantly find that amusing. I, wait, the telephone it? has almost nothing to do with it at this point. What, what, what's the proper uh, terminology? These I days? really don't know. Work from home? E-commute? Like, there's there's a lot of terms you could cyber use. Cyber-working? Cyber-working. Virtual. Oh, that's a little bit too close to cyber Cyber-jerking. <laughs> virtual work. That's right. Yeah, virtual work. No, no, no. See, virtual the work, work is, is virtual. when you pretend to work. So. Yeah. Okay, so, what, so how do we start? Which is what you do in the office. I oh. <laughs> you see, for, see, moving here... Douche, Adam. Douche. <laughs> So moving here, I mean, I tend to say, you know, I, I work about like my work is roughly ten, is ten minutes, only a ten minute drive now instead of like twenty from when I came coming from Mississauga, and it isn't all that much closer to be honest. It's just that yeah. the B line is the roads are just a lot more easier to navigate here from this point. So it, it's like I mean I, I can afford to leave this place like a. Twenty minute, twenty five minutes before my uh, before work. Yeah, before that's I'm about what I do. Working, so mm. it takes me about ten minutes. On the I can walk to work in half an hour. But like, and and, and then on a clear <laughs> on a. <laughs> I love that. I love that I can walk to work in half an hour. Well, I could technically. Walk and to work. I can. I can walk to work in fifteen forty minutes. Yeah. If I wanted to walk, uh, but I have a subway. There's no need for me to walk. When it's nice and warm and dry, I take my bike to work. It's good exercise. The office pays for my metro pass, so. Hey, <laughs> good perks. Good is that perks. like a fringe benefit you uh, negotiate your well, no, Because you know uh, I'm expected to run around to courts, so it's a it's it's a business. Thing. It, yeah, exactly. For, I mean, it would be either that or they'd but be. How much business and how much so, personal do you mm, use? Doesn't matter. Maybe they'll give you a GTA pass when you it's go partner. It's all the same. In the end, it's <laughs> all the same too. So. <laughs> I hate GTA passes. Really? Oh well, they're too expensive. They you know they they don't because you can't use them on Viva. Really? Which is the first problem. Yeah, yeah it doesn't work okay. for Viva. It works for TTC, Go Transit, uh, I think Mississauga Transit. Yeah, Mississauga Transit. Mississauga. I th- I oh, I thought it worked Mississauga. for Go Transit. No. Oh. Uh, TTC, YRT, Mississauga, Brampton. So, i.e. TTC and the shitty external So, the GTA system. Pass does not work on the GTA Transit system, that being Go Transit. It works on much of the GTA Transit system. Individual, just not, not the specialized, not the stuff, actual like Go not, Transit. Which is, you and, can't like see this, listeners, but I just fucking face palmed. Yeah, that, that's. <laughs> we'll see. We'll uh, take a picture of the mark later on his head. Yeah, it, it, this is my, it's my problem with the GTA Pass. It isn't as all encompassing as it needs to be. Mm. That's the big one. That's the, I mean that that's the biggest complaint. I mean, and you know, in my mind, you shouldn't even need the GTA Pass because you shouldn't have to pay a double fare just because you get north of the steals. So, um, did we have an episode? 
Yeah, we're... Are we yeah. not doing this? We're doing this thing right now. Yeah, we are doing this now. That's how we roll around here, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been a while since we've had anybody... We talk shit for a while, and then we get to minutes. something remotely and and and, 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 and and because of Maybe our... I'm too used to my own show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it, I'm just... too used to mine. That's why this happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... This, that, I mean I mean, your show has a point, so... Um, <laughs> oh, his or mine? Both your shows probably combined. Mine has a point? Have you point? listened to any of it? What did you guys <laughs> really? spend, like, In 15 minutes, a half an hour, talking about James Bond through the years, and then oh, the I James Bond did. game, and then it was just tangent on tangent? <laughs> I, mean, the, I mean, the way this show has gone... Oh, my sister late, loved it. At least... Did she? The part on James Bond, yeah. Oh, okay. But the way this show has gone as of late, along with... Like the fact we we've managed to adjust so we can make an episode almost three hours long. I mean, well, we're just what's stretching wrong with it that? Out. We're just stretching it out. They know? get three hours of pure unadulterated awesome. <laughs> and how many shows can say they provide that? Anime World Order. Anime World Order can go suck my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, them's fighting words. <laughs> Not really. That could be taken as a compliment. Actually, the <laughs> world order is considered attractive enough for me to allow it <laughs> to suck on my penis. I should have saved the word douche for that. Yes, you should have. Okay. But lo, um, you did not. All right, so like it's been a couple months since we saw um, Enrico here, at least. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, well, I haven't seen him for quite some time. So. Yeah, yeah, it's um, been like a couple weeks to a month ha- and a half. Happy New Year for starters. Happy New Year! Uh, the first time we've seen him since since, since the New Year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Anime, anime, manga wise, uh, since you're always pretty good at keeping up, especially at stuff that we're not aware. Generally, we aren't aware of. Um, what's on What's on the uh, What's on the uh, book list and watching and uh, computers these days? Honestly, I've been struggling to keep my head above water lately, so I haven't been able to follow anything new at this point so yeah. welcome to the working world my friend <laughs> <laughs> i mean oh it's not just work it's a whole lot of other things colliding at the same time yeah my point <laughs> mm. uh, yeah i mean yeah as i said I, i'm just still trying to keep afloat with uh stuff here just uh keeping up with my own stuff so uh, at least i finally got the special episode up for the japanese learner oh, did you? so mm-hmm. that's good um, to hear hoping to get episode five out during the weekend at some point yeah and then we put up this Sorry, I'm still working on post-production on four. <laughs> so I'm catching up. <laughs> and this one, like, I hope to get done actually a quick turn. This will be a, hopefully a quicker turnaround than the five days the last couple episodes have been. Choke on your lies. <laughs> I, I will believe it when I see when it. It's up to, when it's up uh, by, at this point on Friday? When you update your feeds oh, yeah, as well. well. The feeds were updated. Like all of them? I, f- I updated the feeds la- last night. Update Feeds were updated yesterday. Yeah, I downloaded so. three episodes at once because you waited. <laughs> <laughs> but there's all updated. Wait, I've yet to put uh, yeah, Enrico's. Uh, yeah, space the space Duran didn't get up yet. Yeah. I, so all you, all you iTunes users who listen to this show, yes, the updates on the iTunes feed suck balls. Mike has a really goofy way of setting up his feeds by hand. By hand, really tedious. I, I, as I said, I'm a masochist that way. So <laughs> WordPress plugin. Speaking of which, I actually switched to. Um, blueberry power press because i wasn't liking pod press anymore fair enough okay well the the author was sitting on his ass being lazy sounds like a lot of people i know it's like <laughs> especially Dude, programmers 2.6 I mean, was no, out no, months but, ago guy still him. hasn't figured out how to get it compatible with 2.6 let alone 2.7 i don't want to sit here with wordpress 2.5 leaving myself open to all sorts of crappy vulnerabilities that get fixed through the versions like what see it, it it's amusing because, you know, I generally take the same position that, you know, get your shit working with the latest stuff. 
you know, if the latest thing is two days old, I can buy you not having it compatible, but beyond like a month. No, no, no. It was months. No, I know that. But, you know, whereas like, you know, you look at our parents, they're like, what's wrong with Windows 95? (laughs) It works, doesn't it? (laughs) And you can't really argue with that logic because it does. Well, there's no debating matters of taste. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's not a matter of taste, but you or I would say, well, but... Well, it's, it's not a matter of taste to you or I. Well, but that's the thing, you know, because <laughs> we'd say, but, you know, there's all these vulnerabilities, and the new one is faster, but and... how do has... you explain that in a way that makes them sufficiently understand Well, it? yeah, and it's, you know, when, when the, uh, when the a... thing is, but does it help me check my email any faster? The answer is inevitably, well, no, it doesn't. Ah, <laughs> oh, sigh. <laughs> well... Okay, so there, what else we what else is on the topic? What else should we uh, talk about on the uh, idle stuff before we uh, really start slamming people? Well, do you want to? Uh... I want to slam. I, I can wait a couple minutes to slam. Oh, there's a slam. We, we can let you go. <laughs> it's perfectly okay. Just, uh, okay, so we're letting you off the leash, man. Go, go. Not yet. I, I, I'm sick him. Throw I'm, down, I'm, bitch. Well, uh, yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, wait. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, James has been playing. Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I keep seeing the Jack, X Jack button playing. icon appear on the screen. It's like, press X to not die. <laughs> I hate that. Thank you, Yahtzee. <laughs> so. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, I guess we do have a lot to talk about, so we might as well get right to it. That's I'm waiting for you to... Bring us in. Do your shame. Yeah, okay. Here we, uh, here we go. Um, every so often, we always, like... You know, we've always bitched about not getting too much, too much in the way of comments on the show, on the blog. And I think I, and after what's going to happen in this segment, um, I think people will know why. They're just, we're just going to scare people off from ever leaving comments again, especially after what we're about to do here. A um, couple, uh, as everyone knows, like just before New Year's or around the New Year, we, uh, I, we introduced uh, our new little feature, Space to Rant. Uh, where everyone here, everyone here will get a chance to, you know, just say something, whatever, uh, a topic on their mind. Uh, as you know, as we hinted at, uh, we, the second one went up last night on um, the tw- on the eleventh. Yep. Uh, not, on we, not on iTunes. Not on iTunes. It'll get there eventually. <laughs> People look at the website first. At least I think they would. I don't. Never mind. Um, Honestly, most of my subscribers come through iTunes. Oh yeah, they do. Hands down. I can. Uh, most see, of mine come through iTunes. So. You, oh yeah, that's right. You can check the stats more directly, right? I can check my I stats, or you know. I, I put my RSS feeds on FeedBurner now, so I can well, get subscriber that's, that's counts how too. I got it, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, so let me continue. Um, so we put that up. Enrico's went up. Mine went up. Um, obviously, we talked a little bit at length about the my mine last week, uh, the week that it came out when uh, Jeff was sitting in your yeah, chair. Yeah, um, sixty-one. Yeah, and um, and for the most part, the comments had been nice. Uh, have and. We we're always, we always appreciate the feedback. It's just that sometimes uh, you can't, and we we appreciate it, and we certainly respond to it. And sometimes there's just stuff you cannot ignore. Take for instance this week, uh, the comments placed on for space for the first space to rant we did uh, on uh, on New Year's Eve. Um, if you read the comments, um, Jeff commented, or one of our regular listeners, Barley T, commented, but it's comment number three. Here that uh, caught that will catch our attention, and I guess we'll take a, t- take up the, the majority of this first segment. Um, and it's in relation to how I talk, or at least how we generally talk around and um, talk around this table and have our problems. 
saying stuff. Someone named, named and I'm going to start butchering right off the bat, and he's going to, and whoever Mieko is, is probably going to cringe. Pretty that was fast. actually not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, Mieko left this comment on Sunday saying, why do you have the inability to actually pronounce Japanese words and names so badly? I'm going to try and read Thank this. you for pronouncing it. Have way. the inability so to actually continue. I'm going to continue. I'm going to read this the way it was actually written here, okay? I'm not sure I can parse this. I'm going. I'm continuing. <laughs> Remember, Susan Suji's last name is not Tuji. It's hard S Suji. I cringe every time you guys butcher Japanese words. We know you guys have zero Japanese skills whatsoever. But you must have at least one Japanese friend you can offer some help in pronouncing words. Otherwise, you do nothing but disrespect the language and sound utterly ignorant. Um, let me, uh, well, we already picked away at the grammar stuff, so. Well, we Wait, picked, yeah. We'll get to that. Um, I guess, uh, where do I start? Where, uh, as you uh, will notice in comments four and five of this uh, entry, of the, um, of the uh, episode entry, Adam and Enrico have already responded, and um, they will elaborate for, uh, further. Uh, the thing is, uh, as you might have guessed, I've yet to. So I guess I'll just quickly say a, a couple things. Well, we've got to do something for the iTunes listeners. Yeah. Let's smack down. Yeah. Um, first things first, I will regard um, that, yes, we have, I have almost very little, if almost none, no Japanese skills whatsoever but and we'll leave it at that but what um for reference uh we do have i do have or i did have a few japanese friends fortunately i haven't been on speaking terms with them in some time thank you for uh reopening old wounds if if i know who you were i would come and smack you right now thanks a lot for the for reopening some bad memories um and i don't know what else really to say um the thing is, uh, I will grant that, uh, grant my lack of, uh, of pronunciation skills. But, I, well, I already take issue with the last part of your comment, that, um, we, dis that we disrespect the language and sounds, uh, sound completely ignorant of. You know, I already said it in the comments, but it's not a matter of disrespect and it's not a matter of ignorance. It's, I don't yeah, get it. I completely said Although the same I could thing. take a guess because the as I said on the blog itself, the whole comment reeks of a very special kind of snobbery. I mean, look at the username Mieko. Yeah. Giving yourself a Japanese name and insisting that the Japanese names must be pronounced right, it kind of reeks of Japanese purist anime fan to mm -hmm. me, honestly. Yeah. Well, it, mm -hmm. Sorry. If like, uh, and you know, if you if you read my comment, I make this point. If a white guy were to you know, bitch and moan because somebody who was new to the lang to English, you know, and say came from a you know mm -hmm. had a native tongue of Punjabi or something like that, and you bitched about them not pronouncing English words correctly. And you know, suggested they were disrespecting the language. You would be outed as a bigot, and you would be. And, which and honestly, I've been well, studying no Japanese. Here. I've been studying Japanese on and off for the better part of the last decade, and I still get it wrong every once in a while. And sometimes it's kind of awkward to switch between English and Japanese. That it you is. know, that, that's my piano, problem. piano, banana, banana. Like yeah. it's. 
We uh, it it is awkward and it's we awkward. Are learning it's and difficult, and I don't I don't think that this criticism is warranted. I think it it's uncalled for. I, okay, so let me um, as far as I, I I can guess concerning Mieko, because uh, Mieko, if you're listening, I do I did not note the email address. And as far as I can tell, uh, and I have seen the associate uh, where I've traced a little bit, uh, and ye- and it sounds like you are a old school fan. So so the profile we've given concerning you being a bit of a elitist elitist purist might type of anime fan might actually well have I've seen a lot of the type, yeah. and I even was the type for a bit, but mm-hmm. I you know. tried not to be. I actually have one more comment. I, we harped yep. on it a little bit. We're gonna seriously. If you are going to bitch about somebody's use of the language, you better make sure your own is spot fucking on. Yeah, and and you notice. (laughs) I hate to be the. I hate to be that kind of guy who, you know, tries to you know tries to eliminate your entire argument on the basis that your grammar is terrible. But seriously, you're challenging him on pronunciation of words. And, gra- uh, and, and grammar. I mean, well, he, not, he didn't harp grammar, on the grammar but particularly, the is, but you, you were, you know, because we're quote unquote disrespecting the language. And well, being if, ignorant. If, and exactly. If you're going to call, if you're going to say that someone here is disrespecting the language and being ignorant of the language, you better make sure you are completely on par with your use of language. I mean, what if you turn around and go, me, hey, you're butchering English? Exactly. <laughs> I can't it, even parse this. It makes you look like a complete moron. <laughs> complete moron. I mean, we already knew that anyway, but it makes you look even worse. Okay. And seriously, if you're really going to... if if I mean, if, if all you showed up to do, to say on this show, is to nitpick about somebody's use of a language they admittedly don't speak... And Mike has always been pretty apologetic he about has that. Been. Then, every single time. Then, are like, are you just... Are you just a fucking troll? Seriously, like, go listen to something you're actually going to enjoy. <laughs> Don't listen just to nitpick, because it, it wastes your time, it wastes my time. I love the audience, I love people hearing me. But seriously, if you're just going to email me and say, your grammar on that point was totally wrong, then what was the point of you listening to the show? You evidently got nothing out of it and listened to it for the sole purpose of finding something to nitpick about. <laughs> Bad. It's like you can't spend your time listening to something you enjoy. Life's short. Exactly. I mean, there's far better things you could be doing. Go fucking masturbate. You'll enjoy <laughs> it more. <laughs> James, do you have a thought? I mean, just just before I How continue. How am I supposed to get over that point, go masturbate? I don't think I can top that. Well, I mean, surely you have something. I mean, sure, something to think about yourself. Uh, just unzip like, and go, James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you no, take that, it that, first. That that does actually come back to a to a, a, a wholly a broader point to be made here. Yes, we're calling this person out, but what this means is that it's not us being hosts and saying, "Ha ha ha, you made a stupid argument. We're going to make you look bad on the internet." What it is is that we appreciate intelligent comments and intelligent dialogue we have no problem with criticism i want to lay this out here oh yeah criticism is great i mean we were actually cool with like certain people coming out on coming out and getting on your on our case on various ideas exactly and i i love that i want to engage in a dialogue i want other people to challenge my ideas and my thoughts as long as it's done so intelligently like like um like in search of number nine the ink exactly thing, whenever he uh, he's commented he yeah. hasn't agreed with everything but I don't expect people to agree with everything I it say was cool. it would be it was kind cool. of boring 
Yeah, but don't either. come out and make stupid comments. It's happened before on the comments, and you usually get called out on air, and you never come back. Which I guess is kind of good because it means we don't hear your stupid shit anymore. You know, as I said, I love the audience, but if if you're just gonna make that kind of comment, you're gonna make you're gonna be made to look stupid. You're not gonna enjoy being here. We're not gonna enjoy having you here. Well, I guess we're also kind of getting it out of our system now, right? Like we make a big point about this, and hopefully nobody will make the same mistake, and we won't have to reiterate it again. Well, someone's uh, probably going to end yeah. up making mistakes. So at least we don't have to say it again. Mm. Well, I hate to tell you, that's not going to happen because on the internet, mm. they never think before they post. Yeah, uh, the total they email. I'm what a- is it? The Greater Internet Fuckwad Theory? Yes. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm under. Okay, we're gonna work under the assumption that Mieko is actually Japanese. I, I'm working. Yeah, under, I, that's the assumption I was working on. I'm working on that assumption. I'm I'm working under the assumption there. I was working under the assumption it was female, based on the kitten picture. Could be. Also, and Mieko is a female name, but yeah, frankly speaking. But yeah. Um, you know, it's just that like, like there has to be some validity, like not validity, but you have to be able to. Give your own arguments some sort of base, just on your own. Like, if you have to be able to say this, if your knowledge is that good, mm-hmm. maybe maybe Mieko's is, maybe it isn't. In the end, maybe that's not the point. But it's just that. It, but, but if it is, is but, there any is there any purpose to the exercise of telling someone their pronunciation sucks? I don't it's not even fine. an academic exercise. It's a pointless exercise. It's a bigoted point. Nobody gets anything out of it. Maybe Mieko gets to feel like, oh, ha, ha, I sure told them I'm better at Japanese than you are. But nobody cares. Which, you know what? Great. Great. You know, uh, I'm glad. Go you, hang your hat on I'm, that. It I, really I, makes I am, no difference. See, <laughs> I am glad you, had, one, either made the time to learn it and live it. I'm, and that mm. might be assuming a lot. Two, uh, or I'm glad that you were born with it and were and lived your entire life immersed in it. Because that's a possibility. Yeah. And that's um, all running under an assumption we and these can't are all, verify. Well, we cannot it, verify any of those we assumptions. We know this person's never going to come back and tell us and the it's details. It's all speculation here. So, and that's great. Um, but that wasn't the case for any of us. Yeah. Nor did we claim to. And, and, and we've never... Yeah, Nobody we've here never has tried. claimed that we're, you know, incredibly proficient at mm-hmm. Japanese. There's I mean, a couple of people who are somewhat proficient. Yes. Uh, and are in, sometimes uh, very uh, good. Enrico is one Enrico's of these cases. one. Um, and Angela. Angela. Yeah. One. yeah. But they don't uh, come Clarissa, out... Clarissa, which... Clarissa, we're not naming. <laughs> but these people don't come out and say, you know, I'm really, really good at Japanese. Right. Because it doesn't matter. And it's not the focus of this show. We use Japanese, at, you know, in a purely utilitarian fashion. Utilitarian being on an as-needed basis. Exactly. You know, names in case names in case they type. don't in case uh, some people in case can. somebody. I don't. think most of mine were on titles. And, yeah, thing, and, and, I, and names, I was trying to titles, remember and these are things that were just in Japanese. And the thing is, sometimes you can't avoid it. Like, what if you know every time you wanted to say the title of an anime that was being released under its Japanese title, you tried to just. Translated to English, it's not going to make any people sense. would still get pissy about it anyway. All the well, freaking yeah. purest chan- bigots would come out of the and woodwork. Chances are, if I've gotten, if if, if I if personally, if I've gotten a phrase or a word more or less spot on, it's because I've heard it enough and said it enough yeah. times. Yeah, you have it in your head that I probably got that. But a lot of other other instances, I'm re I'm seeing the word probably for the first time since 
in that week and then probably start trying to say it for the very for for like probably amongst the first times yeah. too hmm. so yeah practice does make perfect we're not in the position to always practice hmm. so and and let me go and i did say i want i'd come up with a couple stories like just from this comment and i do have three. Oh. Can I go through each one? Sure. Well, sure. I, we Before you go into that, I just time. wanted to reiterate a point that but I made on the like blog, which else. is that uh, I don't think that... I think that the spirit of North American anime fandom is that you shouldn't have to be highly proficient or fluent in Japanese in order to enjoy it and discuss it. Mm-hmm. We're past those days. This, this kind of, at, least, the, at least we thought. Well, I, yeah, that's the thing. I, we I thought we were are. past the days of elitism, to be honest. Post VHS, and that's really where I, you know, even the it. subs versus dubs thing has kind of calmed down. That's my point: is we've gotten over this elitist attitude with the with the DVD revolution. Like, because you enjoy what anymore. you want, and we'll enjoy what exactly. we want, and, and it's now, all on DVD. But Who now cares? that's the thing: now that um, production habits and purchasing habits aren't impacted by your preference, you still buy the same product. Hmm. Whether you prefer the dubs or prefer the subs, you buy the same thing. Hmm. Now that that's the case, nobody cares. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So three stories. Three stories. Okay. Three, three stories. stories. One was um, this was like more than a decade ago when Jackie Chan was first announced, first reintroduced to the American public. Oh God! Oh during, God! During the um, MTV Awards, um, he had, he was given a Lifetime Achievement Award during like the MTV Movie Awards, <laughs> like more than a decade ago. It was Quentin Tarantino that um, introduced him. That. Uh, you know, did the yeah. retrospective before he came to accept the reward. He kept mispronouncing Chan's last name. He kept saying Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. <laughs> he got it right by the end. Uh-huh. Only after they showed the video and during the video they were telling him to correct himself. But he, you know what? J- Jackie Chan, when he came up, he was so happy because it was the first time he had spoken to an American public in, de- in more than a decade at yeah. that point. So he just encouraged people to see Rumble in the Bronx, which, had, which was just about to come out. See it, because you, you, then you'll remember. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, second story. Um, let's see. Uh, another Hong Kong star, Chow Yun-Fat. When he first, uh, when he started making himself known in North America, too, obviously he had, he, when he first came, uh, he already had a bit of a cult following, and he had, and he had some public appearances in North America. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, so he and he was, but his English was good enough. He can communicate with a lot of the pub, uh, the people who came, and they were asking him questions, and they were referring to him, you know, as Mister Something. The thing is, if you know, if you know Asian Asian usage, the surname comes first, then the given name. Chow Yun Fat, Chow is, is actually his family name. It is actually the surname. Yun Fat is his given name, or is his quote unquote first name. So everyone kept refer, and people weren't aware of that. So people kept referring to ha- addressing him as Mr. Fat. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, he, he, he didn't seem offended, or he was certainly amused by it, but he never seemed offended. He never, from all reports, was never offended by it. He was just enjoying, being, enjoying the adulation. Mm-hmm. He, asked, like, he asked them, what's your favorite movie? Like, he's always asked, like, I remember one question, what's your favorite movie? And he said, that depends. What, what, which movies did you like? <laughs> that's what he asked the uh, the audience member, and he mentioned a few, and he said, "Oh, those were good ones." That's all. He, that, that was his answer. So, but he he was just enjoying it because it was his first time in North America, or first time in uh, amongst uh, with an audience in North America. But he wasn't complete. But he wasn't completely aware of how popular he had become. So he he enjoyed that. So that was that's another story. Third that's one was a. 
Huh? What's your third one? Masquer- uh, Masquerade. One was at a, I think at, at a fan expo masquerade about five years ago, or three or is it? F- yeah, three or four years ago, somewhat. Um, the host, and if you're regular at the masquerades at Anime North and Fan Expo, uh, I forgot his last name, Alan something. There's this well-known host who's who's been who's kind of a, le- a local legend in terms of doing um, sci-fi cons, masquerades at sci-fi cons. Alan, I forgot his last name. Okay. But uh, you, everyone who's a regular will know what I mean. The thing is, he uh, this was early in doing anime-related masquerades, so he kept getting the titles wrong. Yeah. And then somebody in the audience who looked like a 13-year-old Caucasian girl screamed, Get your pronunciation right! <laughs> and then he just stopped for a minute and calmly said, We don't, like, we've only, uh, I, we haven't, um, I haven't been mater- uh, familiar with the material yet. I'm trying to get into it. But honestly, this is stuff that I've just been handed just seconds ago. If uh, so, you know, please bear with us. Please bear with me as I try and get these right. And then he invited the girl to try and host the masquerade. <laughs> so, um, actually, another. I think I have part. a vague memory of something. That. Yeah, when did that happen again? I think it was like three, four years ago or something. Because I've been going to Anime North is, for long is, enough. If it happened, it was a fan expo. Oh, so, okay. because I remember this happening in the uh, Canadian Idol Theater in the uh, so. Okay. But it was it was an ugly and it wasn't a it was a very uncomfortable incident to have watched. So yeah, it doesn't surprise me given how. But those are my uh, three are. little mispronunciation stories. Actually, in, there, I have a one that's I mean closer to home. Um, this is quite some years ago, like well, probably more than a decade. Um, when Jacques Villeneuve won the Indy Five Hundred, mm-hmm. back when Cart was still uh, doing it, the American stations. Uh, kept referring to him as Jack. Yeah, it was <laughs> Jack Villeneuve. Nobody, nobody seemed to get that this was a French name, despite the fact that you know French is not that foreign a language. In comparison, not to yeah, Canadians, especially by anyway. comparison, you know, to you know, well, not to Canadians, but I mean, even you know, even even in the U.S., it's not yeah. that unusual. It's still a European language. It's certainly much closer than Japanese. Exactly. Still, this is being messed up. There were never any complaints about them fucking up his name. He didn't care. He just won the damn Indy 500. Who cares if someone messed my name up? Yeah. It really doesn't matter. I won one of the crown jewels of open wheel racing. Yeah. Which you you almost can't get anymore now that fucking IRL runs the damn thing. So... And then what's the last one? Oh yeah, and when and since we're on that topic, uh, Michelle Terry, the coach of the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, and Sidney Crosby's coach, he's referred to as Michael in, in, during PA announcements. There, I remember hearing that a lot. So, <laughs> head coach of the head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins is Mike Terrian. So, okay. So there's a. So there's how far? Are, how far are we? Oh, we're about thirty four minutes, okay. thirty five minutes now. Mm, we're still um, in the idle talk. That, well, that's about that now. would have been idle talk like last week. So your mom <laughs> idle talk yes. last week, but um, this is like top first talk. I gotta throw him in where I find him. He's doing yeah, nice try. Um, so what's he? At I least guess? try, Adam. At least try. <laughs> Why would I try when your mom is so easy? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. See, so um. Mieko, the only th- uh, I guess uh, there isn't too much else to really say. So we, I guess we'll throw it a break in a couple seconds. Uh, it doesn't matter. He or she won't be back. 
Well, they're we know. You know what? They're they're obliged though. I mean, I mean, they called us out. We've responded. So well, hey, we if they want to respond, I'm happy. I'm happy to have them respond. Yeah. So I can just give them another intellectual beat down. <laughs> <laughs> like I did the first time. Yeah. I'm happy to dole you them out. You just always yeah. got to pick your intellectual fights, eh? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Amiko may have picked a bad one here. Well, uh, we, we knew she, we knew he or she picked a bad one, but that, yeah. that's what makes it more fun. Uh-huh. For me, anyway. It's so easy. Exactly. Um, because on the internet, you don't have to prove to the person that you're fighting against that you've won. You have to prove... To the audience okay, so that you've won. <laughs> let's go on the specifics here. Um, what's the pronounce, uh, proper way to pronounce Susan Suji's um, name here? Just T-S-U-J-I. T-S-U-J-I. Suji. So, I mean, I'm trying to... I mean, It's hard to pronounce. It's a tough one to pronounce, especially if you haven't taken Japanese. Yeah, James tried to help to give me an explanation saying... Or James Chow gave me an explanation saying, in some instances, you can pronounce the T. A little it's bit, Tsuji. but yeah, there is a, it's very subtle. The T is subtly pronounced. It's subtly, mm. and I the, my mistake was uh, taking Cana- was uh, taking a Canadian style pronunciation and emphasizing the T. Yeah. So for what it's worth, Miss Miss Tsuji, um, in my communications with her, and from what I all understand about the way she conducted herself, she probably wouldn't be offended at all with me mispronouncing her last Honestly, name. Honestly, I think that's a common theme with most Japanese people I've ever met. Like, I've never been in a situation where I've been called out and outright viciously criticized for my usage of Japanese. I mean, sometimes yeah. there's been some miscommunication or misunderstandings, but I've never felt like I was being put down. Well, especially with names, I find it a common convention among people generally. Most people don't get offended when you mispronounce their name they may correct you politely yeah but they don't since, get offended especially since some people's names are out there even for their own culture and exactly language. Mm-hmm. you know i've known a lot of i mean you know from spending time in court you end up with a lot of people with weird names and you know, i'm you, i'm also not terribly picky it. on pronunciations of my name bianco bianco whatever whatever but you know if they pronounce it completely wrong you'll just politely correct them mm. i yeah, and I guess the only thing I'll say to end it is, Mieko, I hope you're not indicative of a lot of people. Honestly, I'm afraid to say this, but he okay, or she majority. just might be. Yeah, Or more like the majority. Because I've seen it before. It's a whole lot of that like Japanese purist fan snobbery. You know, it's, it, it's sad, but it's there. Well, yeah, but... But if you are indicative of the majority, this might be a warning of the majority. You may not want to try and make that argument on this on the comments here. You're <laughs> probably going to get beat down. We smacked it down for good? I hope so. Hopefully. <laughs> but, uh, hey, if you want to respond, you know where to find us. Okay, um, let's take the break. Let's take the first break. Um, let's see. Uh, we'll talk Valentine's. Because there's a bunch to talk about with mm-hmm. Valentine's Day being oh, I can't days wait. away. And then we'll go into the bullets because there's uh, some good stuff there too. Uh, whether it be stuff from the Comic-Con or what's been banned in England. <laughs> well, no, around the world, actually. And around, okay. Here, there, and everywhere. Now and there, here and there. Okay. Uh, back with more. Uh, that's when the roundtable continues. Yep. Uh, it just made me think of a word. <laughs> we'll talk about it during the break. Back in a minute. You're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. And everybody believes it. There's all these bloggers out there that are saying, Oh, 
Well, you know, it makes sense. Uh, that's stupid. It's ridiculous. By saying that anime is worth nothing, why are you are you even debating that? Oh, well, you know, they should let fan subs be if we're not gonna buy anything. Now that anime's worth nothing, I don't have to buy it. Why are you even fighting? You know, just go steal all the anime you freaking want because you're not gonna buy anything to begin with. That mindset is gonna kill the industry. But you're gonna kill it. The fans are gonna kill it. If you're gonna have that stupid opinion in your freaking head. Anime Genesis, where anime is serious business. Visit us at anime-gen.com or search for us on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. Anime Genesis, the first and the last word on anime. It's ridiculous. Music by Kevin McLeod. Right. Back now? Yeah. You want to say something? Something off color before we get we continue? I know you. I know you do. You're just gonna put me under some pressure now. Yeah. Well, it happens. I mean, you're a lawyer. You can do this. I can. Actually, speaking of lawyering, um, I actually had a I had a lengthy motion today. Oh, here. Uh, so <laughs> I asked for this dinner. <laughs> um, no, we went till about three, and we we're gonna have to come back for another lengthy day, motion. Normal. Was this a bowel movement? <laughs> Almost could have been. <laughs> nice. Um, but so I'm out with uh, I'm out with my boss and our client. This this case has been going on for like ten years, so this is a very long standing client. Ugh. And we decide to have a, a classic lawyer lunch. So we go to you know the hotel restaurant. Yes, I know. Yeah, so something fairly have upscale. a bottle of wine. <laughs> you know. So they pour the first glass of wine. You know, my boss is trying to be an ass to me. And says, so is that your first drink? And I go, what, today? <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly not my last. <laughs> Let's hope he knows you're competent or else you'd be fired. Exactly. <laughs> you can only get away of that if you're competent. If he can't mm-hmm. lose you and you're competent. Well, it was a good lunch, though. That's I got back to the office around 3.30. <laughs> so what did he say to that? What do you they mean? laughed. Yeah, it, was, it, was it was the perfect response. It was just a good response. Not offensive. Certainly funny. Very amusing. Yep. <laughs> well, right. I've never known you to be lacking for a good comeback. Right. You've never known me to be lacking in much. <laughs> <laughs> Especially sexy. <laughs> oh, Adam. Well, I guess that had nothing to do I with... You can't reach emotion. your thigh from here. You're on the wrong side of the table. <laughs> well, that wasn't my fault. Could have sat on my lap. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have to hook up four microphones then. Exactly. <laughs> Podcast now continues. Nicholas, o- Nicholas Austin, Grant, Bianco around the table from our studio in Toronto in the shadow of Kipling. Online via the comicden.com in front of a live audience, the official podcast of Anime North. Um, we have an audience of two people. Yeah, we have, well, are yeah. they even an audience and anymore? They're like playing your furniture. Like said, they're playing like, Spider Man. Yeah, they're playing Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> just keep in mind, like once again, it's like two of the key people behind the game shows you see at the game shows at uh, Fan Expo. Mm, so that is true. it's like two two key people, two of the uh, key people, like writers and programmers for that for that. So um, it's a good audience. Always is. Well, any audience is a good audience. Yeah. That people are willing to come out here to listen to this. I know. I know. It's kind of amazing, actually. 
I, it, Although anime WTF rules Yama with an iron fist. Oh yeah, when he it does, <laughs> it does. Yeah, uh, and, and but it's easier to have people congregate at York than it is to try and get people over here. Yeah, get to the fair enough. That people are willing to come here is a big deal. In fact, I, we'd like to get more people here, and I know this this amounts to me inviting people into Mike's house. But seriously, we like the audience. Well, at this point, it does, but. You'll be going back to York soon, right? Well, yeah, that's I guess on that topic. Eventually, um, yeah, eventually we'll come back and tape like a couple episodes there again. Um, that's probably the only way we'll hear from Neil and Megan again. Mm, so yeah, because mm. uh, they live in that area also. On top of that, right now, so um, Neil by then might have sobered up. It's possible. Yeah, I'm. That, I'm not going to let it go any further than that. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Meg. Um, Meg, Meg, Meg. Well, obviously she's on her way home from work at that point, so uh, she comes out. She so she comes by. Yeah, and she's she's she stated to us that that's probably the only way she'll do that. And who knows? We might even get Clarissa back. Adam that would be person that we won't name. Adam will be looking for. <laughs> but we've named her like twice. You've named her. Uh, I know you named her once. No, I didn't. I don't remember. No, I really don't know. Oh, wait. You it. named her twice. Yeah. I've named her twice. Mike's named her twice. Uh, Adam refuses to still at this point. It's not refuses to. It just makes the joke funnier. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. No, and I, I have no problem dealing with her. I have mm-hmm. no problem. Um, just a whole lot of fun at her expense? Yeah. yeah that's, that, about, that's, that's, about right. that's about right. That's about right. I'm waiting for her to snap, really. But... <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if she listens to this, so I don't know how how, how much I just ruined the game. But <laughs> I'll say nothing. Damn it, I lost. You always lose. Okay, so here we go. Second segment. Um, well, today as we're taping this, it's uh, as we're taping this, it's um, February twelfth. Hopefully, hopefully, as you're listening to this, it'll at least be February thirteenth. <laughs> Don't you mean Friday the 13th? Friday the 13th. Oh, we can right. hope. We can hope. <laughs> and then you can watch the movie, Friday yeah, the, the 13th. 13th. Well, Unless you're on iTunes, in which case it might come out about a week later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But on top of that, if you're listening to this, that means that there was a, a roughly 24-hour turnaround from recording to posting, which would be amazing, actually. So, um, which also means that Saturday the 14th will be uh, Valentine's Day. Now, in the past, over the past... Uh, well, since what? How long has this show been on the air, been around? Two thousand six was it? Something like that. Yeah, something we, like that. In the, pa- in the uh, three years that this show has been on, we've every time we come across either Valentine's Day or since we started the show about in March of '06, White Day. Since White Day fell on one of the episodes, um, we always try and do something fairly themed for Valentine's <clears throat> Day, uh, whether it be I think uh, something appropriate, um, whether it be. In terms of anime, talking about our favorite couples or character or favorite female and male characters that people love, which may or may not be creepy, uh, a creepy proposition depending on who you're talking to. Um, one thing we've never really done is talk more a little bit more at length about Valentine's Day itself, especially as it relates to Japan in a cultural sense. That all said, um, whenever the girls did the White Day episode. They always make it a point to. Um, they uh, Angela actually made it a good point to actually give a bit of background to that to her credit. And if you want to know the specifics of that, you know you know where to find that and Clarissa's travel guide. Um, well, it's kind of hard to understand White Day without having that full context behind it. Otherwise, it just seems like a holiday for the sake of having a holiday. Which 
don't know. Happens. Oda Sensei explained it to me. Yeah. Which <laughs> happens because, uh, you know, in, in Ontario, we're, we're having family day on Monday. That's a holiday for the sake of having a holiday. But not everyone gets the holiday, That's not a holiday for the I know, sake of having a holiday. Right. That's a holiday for the sake of winning an election. Well, actually, no, he didn't. He didn't. That was Good point. Time. Actually, no, it wasn't in the platform. All he had to do to make everyone happy was create a holiday, and you don't have to pass a law or do anything. You just create the holiday. Well, you still got to pass a law. No, I don't think that had to pass anything. You just created the... No, you have to amend the Retail Business Holidays Act. Oh, so shall we mark today as and anime day and just go on? Well, the other thing... Like my the, balls day? or <laughs> The other thing is... Um, what was it? The other, other thing. Um, but... Oh, and for reference, I'm working on Monday. So. I was going to say, Adam's probably the only one who won't be uh, in work. It's a court holiday. I will fuck yourselves. I'm not going It's in. all the public employees and all the liquor Side. stores. I, are... Hey, well, I'm, a, I'm working and I am a public employee. So The only court holiday we do not take off mm. is Remembrance Day. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it makes November 12th a real pain in the ass if you got to file anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so um, with Enrico here, and I know he wanted to talk at length about some of the more cultural customs associated with Valentine's Day. Well, um, the basic premise is pretty simple. Um, Valentine's Day was kind of pulled from Valentine's Day in um, either Europe or North America. I can't remember which I got from my research, but either way, it was Western influence. Um, And it was something that I think was pushed by the chocolate companies in the first place and just to sell more chocolate. And so they pushed the premise that on Valentine's Day, women should give chocolate to the men in their lives. And that's just the ritual of the holiday. And this, is, and this isn't in a romantic sense, necessarily in a romantic sense. Either. Well, it goes both, really. Yeah, I was it about to be, get to that, because oh, when you have a um, ritualized holiday like that with social customs then you get into the uh, Japanese concept of um, giri or social obligation excuse me while I pepper Japanese phrases into this that's okay (laughs) and and for what it's worth he's going to probably pronounce them better than I could hopefully hopefully Um, so you get into this concept of social obligation and so sometimes women will also give chocolates to say their um, male co-workers, or their bosses. male superiors, and so on. And so there's a and lot just, of different and just friends. There's yeah. a lot of different categories of this thing. So um, and for reference, we got giddy choco. <laughs> um, Literally, but we got yeah, it. we got it. Uh, you um, didn't have any obligation what? to give us chocolate. Yeah, uh, no. We, <laughs> yeah, like. Like in, in the middle of the table, like um, Ro- uh, Rose uh, in our audience, who's a regular, who's a regular audience member, here almost every episode, just about, uh, just about. Yeah, just she about. Um, gave us like a li- nice little container full of like it looks like um, melted chocolate, mint, uh, rice krispies. Uh, what do we call them? What did we? What did uh, I think it's called call? crack? Rose krispies. Yeah, we rose krispies. Yeah. So thanks. These Thank are you. Good. These are good. Oh, I'm sure it was a family recipe. There she is sitting, uh, scouring in embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, but she's normally like that, isn't she? Oh, it's a, thank you. It is. And they are good. I'll probably want to know how these are made sometime. So, so yeah, I, I mentioned giri, and there actually is giri choco, which yeah, is chocolates that you give obligatory out of obligatory obligation. And then there's, um, I think, I think it's honmei choco, which is the chocolate that you would give to somebody who you actually 
like in a romantic sense. And this so these the are usually a lot more expensive. Like for Giri Choco, you're talking, you know, a couple of dollars, five dollars at the most. For, and this is for like plentiful pieces. Like, yeah, yeah pieces. like a little chocolate bar or something yeah. like that. But here you're talking about, you know, like chocolate hearts and designs and stuff like that for, you know, well, 1,500 or more like yen. Like, it's like premium custom as opposed to factory. Some, some women go whole hog and go for handmade. So this is this this section of the chocolate giving is what forms all Valentine's Day episodes of anime. And this. then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that's what sets up the context for White Day, because White Day on March 14th, one month later, is the guy's chance to give back. Um, and that usually involves, um, I, I think it, so, at one point involved marshmallows. Well, because yeah, it's white. I originally, I think it yeah. did, but it's and just changed to chocolate. White chocolate. More, more chocolate. specifically, white chocolate. More confectionery white. companies trying to peddle their wares by creating holidays. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but see, they managed to do it twice. That's actually to their credit. We just got stuck with Valentine's Day, which is well, more like Hallmark than Valentine's anybody. Day has some interesting um, implications in, in Japanese culture because um, it's kind of an unusual thing for the... Um, girl to be the one actually going up and making the the first move in the impression and whatever, mm -hmm. right? So Valentine's Day is actually also a institutionalized reason to do so. So it's like and, Sadie Hawkins. It's yeah. like the Sadie Hawkins dance of, sort of the <laughs> Japanese world. Many so, respects. Sounds, for those of you who know what the Sadie Hawkins dance is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it around. actually is a little bit deeper than just, you know, girls give chocolate to guys. It actually has some sort of um, underpinnings in Japanese the, culture. Yeah, a chance for the girl to make the move. Yeah, basically. Sort of. Yeah, Like a sort of uh, state-imposed feminism. But uh, some, some of that is starting to change, and I think we'll get a chance to talk about that with some of the bullets stuff that i yeah you. yeah you sent a oh yeah and i forgot to i think i did i uh i still have it yeah you still have a few um um let's see i i guess we have a, a couple moments i, I guess we, before we go to that uh, I'll, I'll i'll call these up but oh god i have to i have to sign back into my delicious um <laughs> yum yes these chocolates are delicious yeah <laughs> that's odd they are like crack <laughs> <laughs> they are they are um Okay, don't eat crack. Oh yeah, smoked. I, I needed to have something addictive to compare it to. I know I'm not smoking the chocolate, but give me a break. You couldn't have gone with like you know, e, <laughs> like something you actually ingest. I didn't know oh, that e is addictive. I don't know that it is either. Well, and on top of that, I just I, tried. I had to come up with something you'd ingest. Yeah, you know what? Oh, oxycodone. There you go. <laughs> and you know, I have no clue what that is. You know what's the uh, odd uh, part though? Prescription, uh, prescription drug. Oh joy! Send me the uh, send me those links again later because I lost them. I lost them for some reason. And Mike fails at internet. Yeah, I failed at internet. Um, <laughs> okay, internet so this is on Japan Probe. Uh, like uh, you mentioned, a couple on uh, Japan Probe, which uh, yeah, one of the most interesting ones I uh, saw there was the reverse chocolate. So um, they call it reverse chocolate because it's actually intended for guys to give the girls, which reverses the usual ritual of Valentine's Day. But to mark this in a more um, in a more explicit fashion, they've actually reversed the printing of the label as well, so that the lettering and stuff is backwards. 
it's actually like reverse chocolate. Interesting. I still think this is a stupid concept. You've created a situation where you have two separate holidays for the parties to give stuff to the other party on separate days. Creating reverse chocolate just means you're creating two days to just fucking exchange chocolate. With but no it also con- means with no that the... Con- with, it's just a mishmash instead of no real content. Exactly. But it also means that the um, line between the genders is kind of blending on the holiday and and it's shifting a little bit closer to what we do here yeah, yeah, lo- if you're gonna do so that eliminate one loses, of the days the that's an interesting it, yeah but it loses step the, but then again it loses its point well that's the thing you've you've created two days when you've got a two-day system like this but who knows having, maybe it'll turn into one day and if that's the case and then that would be an interesting it. move yeah, and I'm sure the chocolate companies are not keen on that. Maybe not, but if that's the way the demography goes, what can you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, introduce uh, an ad campaign suggesting that that's wrong. <laughs> I'm, sure there's, uh, I'm sure somebody can pay for that. Uh, okay, so a t-shirt... Or create, like, candy day sometime later. Yeah. <laughs> Second item. Uh, t-shirt cleverly disguised as a chocolate bar. Sounds interesting. Uh, this is second yeah. yeah. I'm second trying to item. think of how you'd fold a T-shirt that small. It's I don't know, but I saw I it on the video. It looked quite convincingly like yeah, and a we'll, chocolate bar, just kind and, of and, discolored. And a for bit, reference, but. we'll put the links sometime. Oh, the links will always end up in here. Mm. But yes, yeah, so, again, what what is the hey, purpose that, that, of that? Hey, that's that's the one thing I have to still update. Well, if you're <laughs> if you're tired of giving <laughs> chocolate, you can give something that's like chocolate, except it's a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's like something you'll always have. have. Think of it that way. Yeah, yeah exactly. you can wear your. That's exactly the point that I think one of the people interviewed in the video makes. Yeah, I think one of like one of the girls who talks in the video about the T-shirt thing says that yeah, it's something that's actually permanent as opposed to being consumed on the day. Or but why don't you just give a regular T-shirt? Well, because. It's not disguised as chocolate. You see, there's the whole institutionalized, like, ritualized thing, right? So that's but probably you, but the you reason. Could, but you could then put it in a nice, pretty box that people will think is going to be chocolate. I'm not saying it's logical. I'm just saying it fits with the basic premise of Valentine's because Day in what Japan. Because what that is, is that's an attempt to give something more permanent, but it sort of belies the standard Japanese concept of handmade implies more thought and it's better. Hmm. Right, because you didn't make the box, you didn't even go out and buy this thing and prepare it yourself. You bought it as it is, it's so it's a, a geary T-shirt. It's a geary. That's what it is. Unless, of course, unless of course, of course, maybe unless of course, maybe if this takes off next year, they can make the custom-made T-shirts. Put a little picture on there. Is it? But I don't want that one. For which? Shots. Shots or shots. I actually don't know. I'll have to look that up. It sounds like it should be shorts. Uh, No, I I thought that was Zubon. I I mean, I'm just thinking about how this sounds, right? I'm just going to take a dictionary out after the show and just (laughs) get it straight. Okay, here we go. Um, I don't want people getting angry at me. Item number number four. Read (laughs) Bieko. We just keep twisting the knife, eh? That's that's what we do. Pull, you know, break. And when the hole's done, you... uh, Add another. You rape it. Yeah. Um, ooh, ooh, chocolate yeah. ramen. Chocolate ramen. Item number three <laughs> on the shopping list. So what part of the ramen is chocolate? Um, I think it's topped with chocolate and some of the um, s- some of the s- broth. 
broth it has it not the broth it's mixed into um i think the are we talking other... like in a savory or in a dessert sense I don't think it's mixed into the broth. You'd have to see the video. I don't know the full details of how ramen like is made, but it's also it's also topped with a like little bit like, of I mean, chocolate I too. See, I could see I could see like chocolate being rolled into flour, like cocoa powder being yeah yeah, yeah. Rolled like into and flour. then you'd have chocolatey. Heaven's knows but... we've seen that in Iron Chef enough. Yeah, but I mean, so. then it, but like just topping it with chocolate, that's gonna melt. And that's going to be awkward. Cause I that's... could see, like, we can talk, or we could talk, wait, is there such a thing as a cold ramen dish? Um, Anyone know this? Anyone? I don't know that off the top of my head. Like, can we I don't imagine ramen? dessert ramen would be... I, I know there's that. cold well, soba, but... I know, I, yeah. Yeah, we know yeah, there's cold but... soba. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't, Im- I can't even imagine the concept of a dessert ramen dish, so... Well, I can, can I, I sort of, like, only because I've never tried it, but I can, I can, I can fathom the idea of... Would you have, dessert? like, fucking licorice noodles and a maple syrup broth? It just... The whole concept doesn't make sense to me. Well, but I guess it, it, I, the, the if you see the video, be, it might make more sense, maybe, or it I might give know. you after, more questions. After all, after watching enough Iron Chef over the years, anything can happen. Yeah, anything can happen. Trout but it doesn't mean cream. I want to eat it. Trout ice cream can happen, <laughs> which it did in the pilot. I don't Iron doubt it. Pilot, the pilot. So. Yeah, I just can't envision wanting to eat it. Okay, fair enough. I was like, oh, great. You know, you made, you know. Soylent green ice cream. Rose Krispie. That's all well and good. Rose Krispie. I just can't really foresee myself wanting to eat it. (laughs) Not that I have a problem with eating people. (laughs) But people ice cream just doesn't strike me as... uh, What about uh, blowfish? They're in season. No, wait. Blowfish are always in season. Euphemism or not. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Ouch, man! You and you and Neil have talked about the virtues of eating people. I think in the past too. I'm trying to remember, but I know Neil's brought this up. At They're least. not kosher. Okay. Fourth <laughs> item, final item, and probably the kicker of these: chocolate facial. But only no, it's not what I would have thought. Yeah, you're not. But you only get so eighty minutes, minutes, and it's twenty-one thousand yen. Wow. Is there a happy ending on that? I don't know. It doesn't say so. It doesn't tell me. Okay, he's like Enrico's looking at the uh, ramen ramen video right now. Yeah, yeah. Take a take a look at that, and it'll probably clarify the concept a little bit. Yeah, uh, Adam's coming around. Let's see this. Uh, it cho- looks like a chocolate bar put on top. But that uh, there, that's uh, yeah, that, around the chocolate. The chocolate's also mixed into that too. So that I saw in the video. Okay, hit the play button. Let's see. I, I don't have the well, actual volume on. I just okay. muted my computer, but sorry, um, we don't really need that. It's okay. looks like regular ramen. This is yeah, it's just like a okay. Um, so what the guy is saying there is that people think of chocolate as just being like a candy, but here we're kind of um, using that in cooking. Yeah, it's just that like well, I think. That being said, chocolate and salt actually go quite well together. Yeah, I mean so. that's. Yeah, I mean no, this, this. I mean my hot chocolate. I can. Well, taste yeah. I mean like end, chocolate so. with sea salts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean maybe that's. What I mean my homemade. I mean the homemade hot chocolates that my uh, sisters gave their uh, boyfriends for Christmas. <laughs> Your sisters have boyfriends? Yeah, they do. They do. Both of them? Yes. Even the youngin? Yes. How old is she anyway? Eighteen. Jesus. Yeah. So, but the thing is, um, like because uh, I I should know because I I, I taught them the recipes. But um, the thing is, those have those have uh, those mixes that they made in nice little IKEA jars uh, have um, have salt in them. The, the, yeah. the recipes call for kosher salt, actually. Strange enough. So the thing is, we've um, like 
in a lot of like we've seen it depicted in I think uh, more Latin cultures where chocolate's used in savory foods. Mm-hmm. So um, it's somewhat foreign here in North America. To, to well, yeah, to, it, although that's changing. It's changing, but it, I mean, it probably I mean, results from the fact that you know. Well, I should clarify that a lot of these indig- chocolate was not indigenous to North to yeah. Europe. On top of that, mm-hmm. I should qualify and, that and a lot of this lot stuff of is surprising summer. in Japan too. Like. Well, all of these mm-hmm. ideas no, then, are and, shocking and, then, and surprising. Yeah, and then now that idea is making it's taking foot a little mm. bit in well, North, okay, in Japan too, in Asia. Mm. So, but as I said, the idea like it's not foreign to uh, the chocolate in a savory sense is not foreign, but that's because we've been we've gotten used to the idea, and now Japan's mm. probably seen it for the first time. Okay, can we yeah, can we say something about the chocolate facial? Oh, maybe not. Um, I don't think but we want to go there. there. I don't know if we want to go there. <laughs> Well, it's only Not 80 minutes, here so anyway. what can you do in 80 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Yeah, you'd have to What's ejaculate that? chocolate. No, I, no! I don't know how to do that. No. Well, either that or a black woman has to be involved somewhere. <laughs> or a black man. <laughs> well, yeah, we, can, we can't be... We can't, we can't be completely sexist on that there. point. But is that, is that a chocolate facial, or is that like a... Or is that like a... I don't know what you'd call that. Because <laughs> what, what determines what, how you describe a facial? Is it the face, or is it the cream? Uh, <laughs> next item. You raise an excellent Oh, wait, that is the last point. item. Oh, God. Um, Unless you want to go okay, to the survey. I, uh, let's, let's do the survey. Also, uh, whatjapanthinks.com. Uh, whatjapanthinks.com. Failure. J- Valentine's Day fail. Okay. Uh, you want to do this one? Because I didn't really take a good Yeah, the, the question that they asked was, what is your Valentine's Day failure? So this was from um, the Goo Research Monitor Pool. Uh, private internet-based questionnaire. I think we had. I think we've uh, we've cited stuff from them. In it a, was like, uh, like north or fifty-fifty, and um, they have the breakdown on the site of all yeah. the ages. But I'm not going to go too far. Yeah, into let's that. just say you know. Let's just go sample size. Uh, what's your favorite yeah. Valentine's Day failure from the girls who said? Yeah, the girls who said um, didn't see the bloke I fancied, so I couldn't give them to him. I guess by oh, that they mean they, chocolate, they, and they you give them yeah, yeah. As in, as well, it would be give it to them. If so it as, in, as in, as in, they well, unless it. it's more than one item, like like if it's a box of chocolates way, or something. Yeah, or see and see whoever they liked. Okay, mm. the handmade chocolates were disgusting. Okay. Pretext for passing over true chocolates was agonizing. As yeah, in, true chocolates is like the honme for yeah, the so person you actually handmade, like. So as in trying to do that was just. Not, mm didn't work out like they couldn't find a good way to actually get mm-hmm. to the point of passing it over doesn't the shoe locker yeah. thing work well or is that, not all of these that... women were in high school I don't, oh, okay. actually i'm not even sure if any of them were oh, okay okay. Um, okay so as in the chance never came oh 7.6 percent of the sample were in their teens okay oh okay so, so that's that's a pretty small well, number. well no but then you know, okay i guess mm-hmm. you, you could leave it on their desk if it's an office job yeah and if it's not, oh number 10 is a good one uh gave obligatory chocolates with price tags still in place <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 number nine. Found out he already had a girlfriend on Valentine's Day. That's pretty bad, too. Ouch. <laughs> I kept them all in a warm place and they all melted. <laughs> number six. Uh, time for Chocolate number... storage fail. <laughs> number 16. The guy. Wait. Uh, number 16, Ty. Um, oh, called out the wrong name when giving chocolates. I guess it's better than calling out the wrong name during sex, but. <laughs> yeah, I, guess. I guess. I guess. <laughs> 
But no, no, because he <laughs> at least with sex, you're you know you're you're in the throes of passion. Whereas you know, while giving chocolate away, it's sort of like that. You, that just you don't have the, you just forgot. I guess you, you, you don't have the excuse of oh, it was the heat of you the moment. The nice fruit, right? Up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ideally, chocolate giving like this uh, probably should be a bit of a surprise. Bumped into my object of desire while placing chocolates on his desk. That's the last. That's the last thing mentioned. On Is it just desk. me, or does this sound like a like a? A teen it's, magazine it sound, it column. Like, it sounds like, like the embarrassing moments column. Kind of. Yeah, uh, what was this? Uh, I was going to leave. I was going to leave chocolates on the desk for my crush, and he totally showed up in the middle. Also tied for sixteen. Uh, the guys in the office found me wrapping their obligatory chocolates. <laughs> now there's a euphemism. Well, that's, that's preparation fail. <laughs> And uh, also tied for 16, I mistook one person for another, couldn't backtrack, and ended up passing my homemade choco to a different person. How do you do that? Fail. mistake somebody. Maybe it was their twin. Well, I only ever saw that on his head, but I'm convinced I like him. Alllooksame.com? I don't know. <laughs> okay, that was kind of cruel. That was a little cruel. That was a little, <laughs> that was a little cruel. I'm sorry. No, it's a good link. I do enjoy all that. Uh, number same. 11 right. also had, after buying the chocolates, I heard a rumor that they weren't very tasty. Oh. <laughs> who who spreads this gossip? What if they actually were tasty? It's just a rumor. Get over it. Try <laughs> one, number for God's seven. sake. Number seven, uh, best friend also passed chocolates to my object of <laughs> No, because that, that could be circle. a threesome. That'd be good. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, so I think that's almost all of them that we got now. Yeah, we, we oh. haven't made fun of Oh, them. got the number of people in the office wrong and ran out of chocolates. Oh, that's Ouch. Oh, that's a, that that's sucks for the person four. who got left out. That's number four. Wow. <laughs> okay, too bad they didn't do the guy's version. Well, it's Valentine's Day. Well, what would be Day. the know, problem? The what is... would be the worst thing that happened? Gave chocolates to wrong object of desire. Slept with her anyway. <laughs> okay. Like... I think probably the and, and other... since there's not so much a concept of Giri Choco for men, I think the other half is probably yeah, going to come up on uh, White Day, possibly, possibly, like okay. you know where the women get asked, "What's your Valentine's Day fail?" and then the guys get asked, "Okay, what's, what's your, your White, White Day, Day fail?" Day fail. The thing is because this, the reported sex. I have a feeling exactly that's going to be 50, much like 50. men's Valentine's said, so. Day fails here. Forgot to buy presents. For <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh God, day was actually <laughs> one day. <laughs> okay, so just a thought, and before, and I guess we'll do the tie into the anime stuff. Um, aside from season of Sakura, because we brought it up last year. Yes. Can yes, you yes. think of anime and manga instances that, in terms of its depiction, in terms of a good depiction of Valentine's Day? Because right oh, now, I'm at a loss. I, this I just one, just one off the top. I know it just off top. It's of like what every top. single romantic comedy anime oh, ever yeah. made. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> that like right now, I'm ha I'm drawing a blank other than something in in the Maharomatic manga because there was a depiction of that. Yeah, the one that keeps coming up to me is Marmalade Boy. Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty because Miki kept fucking up the chocolate. Oh, yeah, And how many episodes of Ranma one half? I don't know how many seasons did it go. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It was a Valentine's Day episode in every damn one. Wait, 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 sorry. Ranma Nibunoichi. There we go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we had to do that for Miyako. Let, let's... <laughs> um, James, can you think of one off the top? Because, as I said, I, I just had trouble. That's all it really was. My memory is just failing me. Twist. Did that Lost Star not have any? Huh? No, it had the... Atlas <laughs> Star? Come on. It had the... Uh, because, because he's making me remember the way episode 20 was. Oh, yeah. That was episode 20. That is the episode. The, 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 the episode 30 minutes everybody should watch on Valentine's Day. 
Yeah, which I will on Saturday probably. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Come to think of it, how did Valentine's Day go with uh, Negima? Because that would be an interesting Ooh, one. Um, a whole lot of girls trying to give chocolate I'm to their teacher. I'm trying to remember if it came <laughs> up. I don't remember that That's coming up though. I don't think in it the did. Manga. Are you kidding? Akamatsu missed a. Wow. Yeah, but the problem is it, because if Akamatsu did that, it would be like eight volumes of the manga. Mm. Over every single girl agonizing over what chocolate to give him. <laughs> also, I can't remember whether it got any attention in Love Hina either. I don't recall it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I wow. must be like like I guess the one thing uh, we'll say at the uh, I say to end it is that. As much as it's a, a chance for the gir- girls to give something to the guys, it isn't. It, it, is it safe to say Valentine's isn't really the most romantic holiday in Japan? And that's yep, actually that's safe to say. Christmas. You yeah. actually want Christmas, yeah, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas or rather, yeah, Christmas, is it Christmas or Christmas Eve? Christmas, Christmas Eve. Would Eve Christmas Eve yeah. is technically more. And cake. Yeah, and so and we <laughs> and cake and cake. 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 Yeah. Christmas cake. <laughs> yeah. Christmas cake. So, and, but I mean, that's just like, and that's the where is in terms of. Valentine's is that's the case here, more or less. I'll, I'll tell you what it my, is still the least romantic I, holiday. Well, okay, I will I will at least say what is my favorite Valentine's Day episode period of any genre or way. I'm not sure whether it's an outlaw star. Well, not 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 necessarily. <laughs> this is an anime. Oh, okay. Um, there was this one episode of Married with Children. <laughs> where, I remember. Yes, that. and like Al realizes it's Valentine's Day and he tries to go shop at the last minute. To all these st- all these places, and either one either one of two things happen: either um, the uh, retailers have jacked up, have gouged the prices up upward. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think a, a single chocolate costs like uh, twenty bucks for one piece or something. Or my or at the very end when he was trying to get the card, there was only one card left, and all the guys there, all the guys in the mall were fight just fighting over that last <laughs> card. And that whole scene was set to my funny Valentine. Which I thought was, and it was wow. probably one of the best choreographed fights I've ever seen in a sitcom. So, but yeah, that's, the children was pretty good for that kind of humor. Yeah, Quite a lot great. of the time, it was great. Yeah. But I consider that my favorite Valentine's Day episode of any sort. It's just one of the funniest. Actually, while you guys were recalling that episode of Married with Children, I was thinking about the whole Valentine's Day versus Christmas thing. I'm not sure whether we could say that Christmas Eve is necessarily more romantic, but it is more geared towards couples. Valentine's Day is well, kind that, of a one-sided that's thing. That inherently makes it, you know, quote unquote, romantic. I, I guess you it depends on what you, you want to class a, you know, a, a love confession as quote unquote romantic. Oh, you just have no sense of romance. <laughs> I'm the one getting married, and you're telling me I have no sense of romance. And so, and doing the uh, anti uh, anti Valentine's yes, Day party. We, uh, yeah, that, that's something I think we, I should explain. Um, uh, my, yeah, and we'll we'll throw it to break after. My uh, fiance and I both despise Valentine's Day, primarily because it, everybody feels the need to do something. So restaurants are full. You can't go out and do anything, even if you wanted to. Everything's packed. And everybody feels the need to go out and do something with their significant other. Regardless of what day it falls on, regardless of anything else. Yep, I'm planning on going out with my girlfriend. So, because uh, my fiancé and I both feel this way, and last year uh, one of our good friends had uh, been, you know, uh, broken up with in a very untoward way, he was not feeling particularly great around Valentine's Day and, you know, asked to spend some time with us. And we said, we'll throw a party. We'll throw an anti-Valentine's Day party. Because, you know, it helps you out. You know, you feel better. 
And we don't really like Valentine's Day anyway, so it really sort of challenges things. So we, we started making this a tradition every uh, some Saturday around Valentine's Day. We throw our anti-Valentine's Day party. And it'll be this Saturday. It'll be this Saturday, just because it happens to fall on yeah. Saturday. And, you know, the only restriction is that, you know, you can come as couples, but it's not a couples event. It's not a, it's not a romantic thing. It's not, you're not there to be cuddly. You're there to drink and have a good time and be with friends. As does, you are. As you are. Thank you. <sighs> yeah. That's a good. That's a good idea. Yeah. I think more people should be doing this. Yeah, I mean, just to get the commercialism out of it. Well, exactly. It is. Mm-hmm. it is. There's anti-Christmas or a commercial-free Christmas. Commercial-free. Yeah, Christmas. yeah, yeah. Okay, let's take the break. Bullets coming up in a couple seconds. Do we have one? We have a couple. We probably got. Yeah, something. we probably got one or two. Or we can talk about an Easter coming up. Yeah. Another holiday yeah, filled with chocolate. <laughs> hey, 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 let's at least wait for. Valentine's Day to hey, pass before going on hey, Easter. Hey, the store, the, the retailers, retail stores, stores don't, don't have that. I, I take offense to you. I take offense to you referring to Zombie Jesus Day as a holiday about chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be offensive, buddy Christ. <laughs> Back with more. You're listening to the Anime Roundtable on the ComicDen.com. Hello. Yo, Daisuke. Hey, Sven. What's happening? I haven't talked to you in a while. I know, man. What's up with the ATTO? I know, it's been a long time. Are you still up for the TV segment? Nah, man. I was thinking we'd do a new podcast. Just for anime. But what would we call it? I don't know, man. Oh, here's an idea. How about we call it Anon? What? Yeah, you know, Anime Online Podcast. A-N-O-N. Anon. Hi, everyone. This is Anon. Your anime online podcast, where we bring you your news and reviews and anything else to do with anime. So check us out at anonpodcast.wordpress.com. That's anon, A-N-O-N, podcast.wordpress.com. Alright, here we go. Um, not, well, I'm not going to say not much time left. Uh, not much to go either. Uh, well, how far in are we? Uh, hour, maybe give or take hour 15. That's it? Hour 15. Oh, we can do better than that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, be brief, not boring. Wait, we can't really do that. Be boring we? and brief. No, we're, we're just not brief anymore. Or boring. But are we boring with brief? briefs? Well, uh, we, we were when GarageBand had the limitation. Ah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. We were forced to be like a minute six and no further. An hour six and hour six and forty seconds or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, now we can just ramble as long as we want. Well, three hours. That's still probably be, skipping. Yeah, yeah if we go longer than three hours, I think I might need to shoot myself. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Bullet segment. Um, where do we go first? Uh, Britain or New York City? I think New York City, since it had to do with the over-enders, we got totally yeah, sloshed. Yeah, uh, interesting, st- interesting stuff from the... Um... What's this? What's this uh... Sorry, it just came up on Twitter. J-Babe of the Week. I'm oh, passing it around, boys. I thought you were going to say that's <laughs> the first... I thought that was your uh, mail-order bride. Sorry, Enrico. Oh. Ow, dude. You have pretty, pretty big breasts for Japanese. Yeah, yeah. What do you call that? Like, J? J-Cup? <laughs> I call it plastic surgery. That's what I call it. I'm too used to uh, American cup sizes. So things like a J cup, 
Send me the link. A J cup in US bra- in US bra the sizes the- is not the same as a J cup in Japanese. Yeah, yeah that's about right. Yeah. They're very very different. Oh. So I'll, I'll send it to you after maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Um. So it was the Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of on theme. Kind it of. is. It is. Breasts are always on theme. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what we're talking about. Okay, here it's we go. Here we go. All right, let's get let's get let's get to this stuff. Um, New York City Comic Con happened over the weekend, and stuff related to the bullets we did last week happened. Evidently, we got boned on our over unders. Well, not so much boned because I think well, James Yen, was wrong, and I think I was correct on one. Well, no, Yen Press actually has this thing of always announcing the most random crap. And they did it again. They got Haruhi. Yeah, they got on that random saw. one in New York. They did. This is that the spice and wolf novels. Like, and this time it was Yotsuba. Yeah. So is, that means there goes. Um, so that is Yotsuba it, six. They said is going to come out in September. They're going to try and work to get the previous five volumes and see if they can get the original translations from ADV and see where it goes with that. But it looks like September we'll see the first new one out. In God forbid. Couple Forever, of years, I think. But I figured ADV would just stick with it, with all the yeah. acclaim and all that. They could milk it for all it's worth. Yeah, but well, it's ADV too. I mean, at least we now ADV know it'll longer. come out. That's, I guess, that's the most important thing. Other, but yeah, there, there you go. A license rescue away from ADV. What a surprise! So is that one? But we're we're talking manga or anime? Yeah, manga. No, manga though. Yeah, but yeah that's manga. very different on the ADV side than the anime. Yeah, but the thing, it's well, the Tokyo thing is, Pop it picked been, up. It was it was coming too. Yeah, yeah. I don't, mean, it wasn't as much a shock, but it nonetheless is. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Well, I think it was more the thing that Tokyo Pop picked up most of those licenses that lapsed from ADV. So to go to Yen was actually a good move because they are a good publisher. They translate everything. You know, everything's going to be there. So, mm-hmm. so and, and it'll, I'll be curious to see how uh, Haruhi turns out later this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the novel. I know. The well, the novel first. comes in April. Remember? Yeah, in the month. I've been waiting for that just, for so long. It just depends. Do you want the hardcover, or the soft cover? Every time I come on the show, it gets. Well, not every time, but most of the times I've been on the show, it's been mentioned at least once. So is that, oh. the, is that the runner-up girl? Or is it the same girl? No, no, it's the same girl. Same girl, same girl. Same girl but okay. glasses. But so awesome. We are going to... Wow, glasses make the difference. Those glasses do not look good on her. Okay, I'm um, sorry. But, um, no, then, of course, they announced the Spice and Wolf manga. Goes with the outfit, though. But, yeah, no, the novel's coming out December. Oh, and, cool. yes, I heard that, too. <laughs> so, and okay. for a bit of a more pure touch. Not bad. Pictures in the uh, links. What? Do they actually have <laughs> uh, pictures with her clothing on? He's wearing clothing. <laughs> That's nowhere close to naked. <laughs> That's, it's, no, I just it's, thought it's, I'd see if we could... So, okay, who, clothing who, adds to the suggestion. No, okay, okay so, continue, continue. Who, no, who, who predicted that Yotsuba wouldn't be picked up? I forgot. I, I said it just wouldn't come out within the next year. Okay, so, so you're, so I, you're I, negative I one. Gonna st- I said I was going to stay with ADV, but I said okay. it wouldn't come in within the next year. Okay, so you're negative one, is what we're telling, is what we're saying right now. But what did you say? Hmm? I can't remember if with you guys said about. I can't I remember if you guys said. No, I didn't say anything concerning it. I, 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 I like the bullet segment. I mean, the uh, over under is murky. I have to re-listen, believe it or not. Yeah, and I just put that up. Okay, uh, Okay. so is there anything else from there we're thinking uh, just before we go to the last item? There, well, there's quite a few things. I know Viz was another one where they had quite a few uh, pickups for manga-wise, and then they talked at the very end Q&A they had about uh, the anime. Mm-hmm. And supposedly uh, they said at the very end that they're going to have an announcement soon on Monster. 
Oh, the anime. Yeah. That's right. And then all those other ones, they said they're definitely planning a DVD release on some of the others, and we'll find out more later in the year. But Whoa. I'm not going to give up on that yet, because I think I said we won't see them within the year. Okay. But until I see the solicitation, I'm not going to say anything. So. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so until we see the solicitation, we'll yeah, see. Two light, uh, a couple of licensed announcements. Um, right Stuff did get season four of... of Maria Sama. Yep. Okay. Um, this one's this one just came down the pike about just after uh, about an hour ago. Gonzo to restructure reduce staff count from one hundred thirty to thirty. Wow. That's well, I guess those investments in Crunchyroll didn't really help. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they were they were shaky. Remember before when we um, talked about them before, and that's when we were talking about uh, the new license rescues. And I said it's easy money. They probably gave it to them for next to nothing. Yeah. So within animation. five years, within five years, Gonzo will have reduced its current staff from of one thirty to thirty, and hopes to return. Gonzo and uh, GDH hopes to return Gonzo to profitability in those five years. Within that time, um, this was like, it, like it, there's a like we have to read this, o- read some of this over. But apparently, it had been in the it had been writing was on the wall beginning in September with the one billion yen um, injection they got from a capital group. It was Iwakaze. It, this is this is this this is just we're just seeing this for the first time here too. So um, no, it was just within the last yeah, it was few the, hours. It was the last hour, the last actually. hour and twenty minutes. So um, wow. Gonzo was like one of the more premier studios. So, well, I think the guy who started Gonzo it was interesting how he went about it from university. He said there were three things he looked at: video games, anime, and there was another thing by I can't remember. I think it was manga. Mm-hmm. And he looked at various things he could like invest in and stuff like that and bring it over and do all these things. Video games, of course, have been for how many years? So he wasn't going to do that. Manga, I don't think was big just yet, but it was anime that he decided to put his pie in, and that's where it worked. Went it, it worked for a time. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, remember they were they've been up for what ten years or mm-hmm. so. Okay. So they've had a bit of time to grow and stuff, but remember he had the bubble in there, and now that the bubble's gone and the cushion's gone, now it's going to test them. And I think they had a thing actually in this. They talk about so the people who aren't going. And many of them are people that have to do with GDH's online game subsidiary. That's what they said. Okay. Because most of the people who were given voluntary uh, retirement, who could accept that program of one month's wages and just leave, were from uh, the animation part. It's interesting. It's interesting to note. Okay, speaking of reorganization, uh, also down the pipe this today was reorganization of Bandai Visual announced with Gundam getting its own department. Which is kind of weird. Who is surprised by this? Well, they do. I'm say surprised it's it most didn't happen points. before. I, well, yeah, I thought it, it makes would have sense before. obviously because this is most one of the more profitable parts. So, That's what Bandai is. Bandai is the Gundam wait, department. Wait, wait. So there's still that Power wondering. Rangers bit. No, no, no. Six it. departments. <laughs> okay, so six new departments: uh, Gundam, high end. I guess high end anime. A character department, anime, film, and music. So those are the six new uh, departments. I guess it's like a. Well, wow. they actually explain it. Like, high-end is almost like Bandai Visual was in the American market, where you have high price, mm-hmm. low discount. Oh, yeah. Like, it's we're like talking, a very we're small talking, And we're talking specifically how the anime part mm-hmm. of, Bandai, of Namco Bandai has been div- divvied up, essentially. Mm-hmm. So Bandai Visual is the anime part, and that's been further, yeah. di- further divvied six ways. So... 
Yeah, I guess I guess that's your react. That's the proper reaction. Why not sooner? It's the cash cow. But yeah, they said that that Gundam continues to contribute most of the net sales of Namkai Bandai's Namco franchise. Bandai and- so it makes sense that obviously you're going to give it its own department, its own mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. But as many people say, it would be an interesting thing to tell someone what department you're from. <laughs> it's like I'm from the Gundam department, right next to the washroom. Yeah. Or in between the high end and the low end. I'd work for the Gundam department. That'd be an awesome thing to put on your resume. On top of that, it's... How are you going to explain that in an interview? It's like, and, and, and I wasn't was, building robots. It would give you total otaku street No, I'd say I, I'd say I built giant robots. <laughs> and on top of that, it's probably a secure job in these tough economics. Exactly. Things. Okay. And Take otaku, where you get them. Otaku street cred. Um, okay, two, I just quickly... I just quickly... <laughs> um, neck cred. Early... Some, a couple of noteworthy early... Um, street cred, Naki Habara. Early guest <laughs> announcements for various conventions. Okay, I'm going to try Anyone and... Anyone pro- good? Um, let me try and pronounce this properly. Or should I just go with the... Uh, should I just go with the uh, Excel Saga pronunciation? Morning, mm-hmm. mus- morning Musume. Oh. Morning Musume, the morning uh, Musume. infamous... The yeah. infamous, uh, the infamous girl good. group that has mul- that always has at least eight or more members at any one time and has girls constantly rotating in and out of it. We'll be at Anime Expo this year. Uh, apparently, it has current. Reminds me of Menudo. Nine... Yeah, it's kind. Of... <laughs> <laughs> you can remember that far back. Ooh, yes, I, I could, can. I could, and I have. I'm having nasty flashbacks at the mere mention. <laughs> um, nine current members. So one, one above yeah. what I thought, but um, and uh, so they'll be there. They'll be at Anime Expo this year. So that's okay. the first guest, first Japanese guest of honor. I could have said uh, Morning Girls or something. Um, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Morning Musume. Wait, wait, wait. Morning Musume is the Japanese guest of honor? Yes. Well, they're One Japanese. I cry. Why? <laughs> That's the first Japanese guest of honor. <laughs> it's Morning Musume. Yeah, but remember, this is North America. And it's Anime Expo? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, people I mean, are involved in anime. anime. It, they become least, the guest of honor now. I mean, at least got, Anime North was able to get Haruko Momoi. Well, it's the first. Choco it's Takagawa. The, they got yeah. Choco Time. They got Choco Time yeah, Choco uh, last year. Yeah. So, yeah. but remember, it's only um, the first guest. So, yeah, <laughs> there'll be many more. They always get ten Apple times the guests. Yeah, but they've yeah. apparently uh, named that the guest of honor. I know, but there's <laughs> many guests of honor. They all are called guest of honor. Okay, on the topic of Anime Fair North, enough. they've announced their first two guests. This was on Saturday. Um, two vo- English voice actors, Jesse Flower, Vic Mignona. So, uh, Vic is probably making his, his uh, return visit. That, so those are our first. The two first, guests. the first. Uh, this, okay, this, this just sort of indicates where Anime North sort of stands in the anime convention world of North America. Uh, easy. Mark. Well, Anime Expo announces Morning Musume. We announce some American voice actors. It's That's why most of them usually are announced. I know. I just don't. I don't understand the 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 fascination, especially when they bring like the fucking Inuyasha voice just, actors. Just keep in mind one thing: we ain't voice chasers. Like this is like this is like a teenage. I know, and that's why I don't thing. get it. And Anime North has changed quite a bit over the years. Like I remember when I started going to it, like almost a decade ago, and it was um, I, I what's the it word? Was Scott I, McNeil. It was a lot more raw too. <laughs> like you walk into the dealer's room, and there's just a whole bunch of people selling import stuff. Yeah. Now, good luck finding it. Yeah. Maybe there's like one stall. Well, Maybe Kikiwai has a stall at Anime North matter, or something. But that, that's reflected by who goes. Yeah. Because you get 12 to 14 year olds who wander around and show up to buy anime. But that's the change in North American anime fandom. And I yeah, mentioned it, it before. It's not necessary to be all into the you know Japanese stuff right from the source anymore. It's changed. Well, And, and while I'm not suggesting yeah, it needs to be right from the source, it's just... 
I keep you know, twisting the knife. Like, why, why would you <laughs> go to an anime is, con? Why would true. you pay? What is it to get in for the weekend? Like sixty uh, bucks or something? I think it's fifty bucks if you go for the get group. I don't know. No, no, but if you just go well, straight to the door, the, it's like uh, registration 50? this year uh, on site. It's fifty five on oh, site. So fifty five pre reg pre reg plus uh, PST. Oh, is PST yeah, and GST included? included? Okay, yeah, okay, so let's say that's you why it was up. Pre reg is. 45 okay. and that's the only and that's the uh pre-reg single 45 uh and it's part of the group 40 okay so yeah, between 40 and 60 bucks to go to this 55, thing for the yeah so you're paying money to pay money you're paying money to walk into the dealer's room and pay the same price as you would pay if you just went to the damn store yeah, I remember a longer time ago, you used to be able to find either stuff you couldn't usually find in stores or better that, deals. That, that's the stuff that I usually went for. I mean, I would wander around to try and find, you know, weird toys and figurines that you couldn't get. The first time I went to Anime North, one of the most notable things I picked up was a copy of Tokimiki Memorial Forever to You wow. for a PlayStation. <laughs> wow. Original import. Great yeah, work. see, that's the sort of shit I wander around. You can't for. find that at Enemy North anymore. No, no you still no, can. No, no, There's no. that one guy. <laughs> okay, who yeah. has those shitty-looking boxes of video games? Maybe oh. I'm just not looking hard enough now. But it was a lot easier to so find. Now you know it what used to, to be at yeah, Anime Cons. That's uh, what it was about. Well, well just eBay. to find the stuff that you and I want. Look where nobody is. Hmm. Okay. Because all the 12 and 14 year olds are wandering the button booths and the the and, many DVD and, and, sales. And, and, the button boots and, that and, managed and, to escape the artist alley. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 voice chasing. Fucking voice chasers. Okay. Um. Now I'm going to exclude Scott McNeil from that because Scott McNeil's a cool guy. <laughs> but the rest of the voice, the, the rest of the English voice actors, they tend to bring along so, Scott McNeil and Dan Brown. <sighs> Sorry, no, I just had to take a stab at Dan Brown. Yeah, I really, you know, I don't care that the voice of Inuyasha is fucking there. Okay, <laughs> I want to hit him in the face. Uh, I've had <laughs> enough of Inuyasha. <laughs> okay, no comment. Um, okay, f- last but not least, <sighs> I'm just I'm just trying to figure out a way to possibly pop- properly say this. There's probably At- no proper way. to Adam say will it. have one Adam- less game to import to North Adam America. Adam doesn't care. <laughs> Well, he but he's going to say something. He's I know probably that. downloading it all over the internet anyway. What do you want? Okay, Amazon drops rape simulation video game. I cannot believe that rape play rape play was um, available in English. This I'm is like il- honestly not illusion but- illusion games, and they're known for like three D type adult games. Um, Sex Beach is Sex Beach. I think is one of their one of the more beach? Sexy yeah. Beach is one sex of their most famous. Sexy Beach. Thank you, Michael. It's a terrible um, game. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, it's kind I'm, of pathetic. I'm mm-hmm. kind. I know that that that's probably one of their more groundbreaking titles, I guess. Rape Play is well. How do we put this? I, I, first of all, I'm just flabbergasted that it was offered in the first place. The and in English, in, in English, which means somebody felt the need to translate. This. Yeah, this is this is kind of odd because doesn't illusion have. You mentioned, didn't you mention Illusion has like a long-standing policy not to translate officially? Yeah, not to go on to Japan. Like it says, these are only supposed to be available in Japan. That's what they make it sound like. Mm-hmm. But still, it's going to get out sooner or later. But well, not in English. Not, See, is, is maybe not severe. officially. I mean, there are always translation patches. That, I'm yeah, wondering that's about like a the, hack thing. That's a proper hack thing. But um, but this is Amazon. But we're this talking is about. weird. Yeah, this I'm is not weird. sure yeah. what it is. How the English version is done? Is it them or is it some third party that? 
And is it well? Yeah. The other side is in my experience, it's usually a third party. And probably would be. I guess. I'm and, just and, but the thing yeah. is, I guess sticking it on uh, something like Amazon gains a degree of legitimacy, at least in terms of how Illusion sees it. It's going it to bite them. As, as, as far as I'm aware, there have been other H games on Amazon. But well, I mean, they're I've normal seen, H games. Or yeah, normal H. Games, I mean, I've seen right? whatever I've you want to define I've seen as adult normal, items, but... hentai. Yeah. they've been known to be even even not briefly, but ava- available nonetheless. Yeah. I mean, we've seen them. I've seen them off of Amazon. and visual like novels. CA. It's nice to see some of those getting translated now. Yeah, yeah. I, I consider them much the same thing. Alshi and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, don't hold your breath in the long term, but still. Um, and then obviously, it has a few politicians up in arms in in. Specifically, specifically um, in the UK, which, well, if if if, uh, if politicians have been known to lash out at anime in general, it's happened in the UK and it's been well publicized. Well, uh, well, the UK has an issue, has a problem with letting people do what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's too much, and I mean, this is this is a problem with the UK generally. There's too much focus on quote unquote social control and being proper. No, because it's not a being proper thing. It's a social control trying to, you know, cut down on quote-unquote antisocial behavior. In fact, you can report your neighbor for such antisocial behavior and, and have them penalized instantly. Instantly. With no investigation, no trial. Immediate penalties. Ouch. Mm-hmm. And this, this sort of antisocial behavior can include... Um, you know, making too much noise in your house. Like we're doing right now. Right? Uh, I believe there, there's one at least well-publicized case over the internet where uh, an individual was fixing his uh, his bike, his motorbike, mm-hmm. in his ha- in his flat. Because he didn't really have a driveway, he didn't have a garage, it's a, so he fixed it in there. And his neighbor called the, you know, the, the local council who deals with this, these antisocial behavior orders... Because he was, he was, you know, making a lot of noise in the middle of the day. Despite the fact that he had asked her when she would be home so that he would know when not to do it. He'd gone to all these efforts to be polite, but it didn't matter. That's antisocial behavior, so we can put these restrictions on you now. Uh, that makes sense. No, it doesn't, and okay. it, it's completely ridiculous. No, it's kind of retarded. Yeah, it is. Uh, but there's a thought. You have a thought on, directly on this one, though. On the rate play thing? Yeah, I, uh, I, I, under, I really don't understand why people are so surprised. I mean, without having played the game, it actually has a description of the game. So no, 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 don't get me wrong. I'm not surprised that well, the is, game is exists. Just stalking, or is it no? There's more. You... Stalking, raping. Yeah. Okay. okay and, follow, and 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 follow up. Honestly, if you walk the right circles in Akihabara, worse exists. I'm not surprised that well, this I, exists. What I'm surprised of is that it's one been translated into English mm-hmm. and two is being sold through Amazon. It was. Well, I first and it was through I mean, eBay too. I first yeah. mentioned Biko yeah, but around eBay's kind of Anime North, yeah. from, you know, several years ago. Yeah. That was the fourth Biko game, hmm. and that that's what I mean. It's it's a similar thing. Biko is splinter cell with rape. You hmm. follow a girl around, try not to get noticed, and then rape her in the alley. And I, I mean, I didn't find it that offensive because it's a game. This whole concept that you know reality and fantasy are not the same. Hey, hey, don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm not offended. Oh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not suggesting mm. you are. But it's a like, guys, can you can you not understand this? 
you know, full rate porno sells. That's Same principle. Yeah. People have, you know, these are these are fetishes that people are interested in. They are interested in possibly partly because they are forbidden. Yep. If you allow people to express their, you know, to enjoy these fetishes in an environment where no one will be harmed. Right, I see. What's the problem, right? You know, it's not to say that these are the sort of the sort of people who would play this game, you know, are the sort of people who would actually consider going out and raping someone anyway. But the point is you've given them the opportunity to enjoy these fetishes without anybody having to be harmed. Right, and I, I take the same argument with uh, with like lollyporn. Mm-hmm. And we went through, and we've we, gone through and this, through this before, many times. But it's the but same thing, James. Well, the one guy time. did. Say, the one MP actually said that there was they were unaware of such games. But basically, the one MP before that who's been criticizing the game basically makes the point that you're interacting with the game, and that was their whole argument for getting rid of it. They said it's not like a movie. Where you can't participate um, in what is happening. Yeah, on the but screen. then when movies and were so out, they would have so made the comparison and said it's not like a book where you're reading just, it. Yeah, that's just. So what do you say about interactivity? That's do you just care? a pass. The, that's just a pass the buck type thing. Well, the, do, does interactivity matter? It's the, the fact that you can make your your fictional character rape somebody doesn't was, make you any but more you know likely what it is, to do It's it. the same devilization of new media. I mean, back when um, movies were new, it might have been like, oh, well, now you can see it as opposed to reading about, about it like you used to. How about television? You can see there's, it, beco- it becomes a more access type thing. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. how about this? Say it's never going to happen, but say, for example, Nintendo, for some re- weird reason, or someone probably has already patched it and done it, used the Wiimote, the balance board, or whatever new contraptions they can find to make this type of game. Yeah. Like, ben, like the D, this has come up on the DS. That's yeah, a better and even example. the DS. Even officially. How many actions would you have before you would consider something? Or interactivity. Like That's going to be the next question I think they're going to ask everyone. Well, how much interactivity is it before it affects someone? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, there, there's. That, but that, but look that, to the that, sta- look to the traditional video games violence argument. Hmm. It just comes data has shown that. there's oh. absolutely no murder simulators. People <laughs> do shoot people in video games are no more likely to shoot real people. The fact that they're desensitized to violence does not make them more likely to commit it. Besides, the other side is maybe we set it sets itself up because the world is cruel out there. Can be. I mean, and then if, if we were to shelter it and then they see it for the first time, they might be scarred. Like some people might be, couldn't handle it and be scarred for life. Let's instead give people a dose of reality. A, a, a slight dose. I, I just, you know, go to the laissez-faire, right? Hmm. If this is the sort of thing you're interested in, you're not harming anybody. Have fun. Go to town. Fair enough. If you don't want to play rape simulators, don't play rape simulators. I can just say, yeah. That's all mm. comes. I've played them. I enjoy them. I find them pretty damn amusing. In fact, <laughs> that doesn't and, surprise and, me in and the, the least. And the stalking section is actually—I mean, Alice Splinter Cell. It's actually kind of tricky because Splinter Cell, at least you know, you're a professional. You have a bunch of equipment. You can shoot out lights. This thing, you're like a guy. Well, actually, this—that's okay, it. Okay, last you can hide behind shit. The one where we probably should link to it, but the one that actually talks about is the Belfast uh, Telegraph, which, funny enough, is Northern Ireland. But um, they talk about it, and they it's actually UK, brought though. it to Amazon's light, and then they're the ones that made Amazon take it down. 
but they actually got an expert's opinion. Now, I'm not sure what Peter Hepper does, but he basically says the same things we've been talking about already. Oh, actually, it says he's the head, head of the School of Psychology at Queen's University in Belfast. But he said, I don't think that it would make someone not so inclined to commit an illegal act more inclined or likely to commit a specific act. So he was basically saying what we've been saying yeah, all yeah. over long. But I can, actually, it's a good article because it talks about everyone's point of view. Lincoln. Uh, okay, so I guess that's bad. The only thing I'll just say at the very end, um, I can safely say for myself, not into it. Can't wait for Street Fighter 4 next week, though. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of rape. But the greater question uh-huh. is this, Michael. Uh-huh. Did you get the pre-order with the bandana? Then you can wear the bandana and start hitting people. Uh-huh. <sighs> No. Oh dear. You don't think you can do a Hyrukin? Mm. No. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> no, talk about that. All right. Anyway, can't wait to talk Street Fighter Four next week. <laughs> anyway, uh, ba- anyway, that's that. Thank God. Thank goodness. Uh, well, there's the bold segment. Shot ourselves in the foot on that one. Or, yeah, it's normal. Yeah. We always shoot something. Back. With- <laughs> there's quite a few, wasn't there? Yeah. Back with final insults in a couple seconds on thecomicden.com. This rarely occurs. This rarely occurs. We do a four segment. We do what? Uh, what rarely occurs? Your mom. No. <laughs> Not getting four. It had to happen no, no, once on the show. Rare. It's rare that we do four segments. That's that's certainly the thing. Like yeah. I mean, yeah, it's rare. Yeah, that I we suppose do we can call segments. that rare too. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we're gonna, all right. Final insults. Who wants to go first? I'm gonna vote Enrico because okay. he hasn't been here. Enrico has yeah. Been. All right. Fine. Um. Actually, this was just something that didn't get to. Uh, get brought up during the whole Valentine's Day romance, love, and sex bit. But um, uh, there's been a new book released by Ed Jacob called Love Hotels, an inside look at Japan's sexual playgrounds. And uh, this could give a very interesting perspective to uh, how the Japanese treat sexuality because um, in a lot of apartments and stuff like that, the walls are fairly thin thin and you can't get good privacy. And so love hotels are kind of the answer to that. And they've grown to become an interesting industry all their own. Nintendo, some of Nintendo's earlier businesses were in the love hotel business. Love hotel, taxis. Mm -hmm. Well, keep in mind that uh, a bunch of Japanese companies tend to diversify in the services that they offer. So they could do all sorts of things that have nothing to do with each other. Well, especially given that Nintendo's original bread and butter was playing cards. Yeah, Hanafuda. You kind of have to diversify from there. Well, yeah. remember, this is all before this the is video like, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, like, that, was, that was my and, assumption. And this, no, no, is, this is a big part of the uh, Hiroshi Yamauchi, Yamauchi story. That's the general way that Japanese companies do business. Yeah, I mean, look is. at most of the big Japanese companies that are out there. They're, like, spread out thin all over the place. They do almost everything and anything. Mm-hmm. It works for them. It, yeah, but uh, just, Like, that's just the way it work. you can do business. Yeah, so there's some uh, interesting historical information about the Love Hotel, where the naming came from, and how it evolved over different periods. So uh, um, I'm probably going to try and get my hands on a copy. Check it out. Um, got a link? Got a link uh, to this uh, particular review? Oh yeah. Um, well, it's not really a review. It's more like a mention of it. It was on Japan, bro. Send it. Yeah, send it to me. And mm. As I said, I'll, I'll I'll update all the links anyway tonight 
for the um there's gonna be so much linkage going on here the eh? past three episodes and when this one goes up to when this one goes up hopefully i'll have all links love hotels j babe um, yeah send me the link reverse for, chocolates and send me oh, the God. yeah as i said send me all links okay right gotcha thanks um adam who do you want to go next well, it doesn't matter. Yourself. James, James, you, James, you got you one? Know. You do, you ha- do you finally have one? Not really off the top of my head. I just wanted to tell you that story I was telling you before, Vaughn, how you can't get any service anymore at a shop. Um, no, service as in customer service. That, that take, oh, well, that was in like... Yeah, what, you can never get the, the right kind of service well, in a shop. Yeah. I mean, this takes That's on many a, connotations, but this was at March work. Yeah, this is at the at March work, right? Because well, no, I, mean, I go in to buy some shoes, and I've always swarmed by people trying to help me out. And it was the first time I went into a place just to buy something as simple as shoes. Went in, found the shoes. No one even talked to me. First time ever happened. But then when I got to the checkout, I must have waited for five minutes. I had to actually find someone to bring me in. I could have just walked out of the store probably, and no one would have known. It was like, wow. You never realize how much service you get until there's no service at all. But I just found it an interesting thing. Yeah. But no, you can tell in tough times, obviously, where they're going to cut back Mm -hmm. their service. But once it's gone, you just realize it immediately. But Mm -hmm. when I have to actually find someone to pay, that kind of disturbs me a bit. I have that experience constantly at the bay. (laughs) That's the bay. The bay. Well, and Sears is just as bad. These are the stupidest laid out stores in existence. What happened to cash register at the door? Oh, yeah. Why is that so complicated? I got to wander around the middle of the store to try and find a cash desk that's open. There's like a little kiosk little in the kiosk middle of a couple of, of departments, store. and that's where you got to pay. And I got to hope somebody's there. I got to wander to the next one. No it's indication of whether somebody's open. No, Just, no, is there somebody uh, there? An actual yes or no? traditional checkout. Yeah. A tra- checkout section. <sighs> that's not my final answer well, well yeah. Yeah, okay so do you have a so what do you have what yeah do you have? i actually do have a, a real one um you know this is only this is not that much anime related but we need more real rpgs on the wii yeah this is a problem i've been noticing <laughs> yes more, like, but this, this is a problem i've been noticing with the nintendo consoles in general no, since but, nintendo 64 well okay 64 64 I, you know sort of was because 64 was new to 3d it sort of made sense that there weren't very many on it well actually they but come gamecube by the time you had optical discs there was no reason you yeah but when you the, started having more creep in yeah but once the third party developers jumped ship most of the jrpg developers seemed to jump ship yeah, yeah because I, remember yeah, but, square made everyone leave they actually encouraged people to leave yeah. nintendo that's what happened and then what happened was um the head of nintendo of course at the time was really bitter about mm-hmm. it and just said well if you guys are jumping ship and, then you're and, not coming back and that had been yamauchi yep. yeah so. yeah he was very bitter and now it's just starting to heal the wounds with the new uh president but this could even Nintendo. go to i mean but there were there were certain companies that didn't totally shift, hmm. um, and you know I mean it sounds weird, but I'm looking at you here, Sega. You there's so much more you could have done, and you can be doing with yeah, Nintendo's but consoles. That's Sega because, in general. Well, no, but they released Skies of Arcadia Legends on the GameCube. You re-released a spectacular Dreamcast RPG to get it to a wider audience. Why didn't you do that with some of your other games? You know, you have, the Dreamcast was rife with great RPGs that I, no one will ever see. 
I think the Sega real it doesn't realize that that stuff was gold, and so they continue to churn out shit after shit after but shit. But that's the thing. But they can they they are churning out quite a lot of good stuff. I mean, Valkyria Chronicles spectacular. Except they won't it bring it to the Wii. Them. Well, they won't bring it to the Wii. They probably won't bring it to the Xbox just because it's too graphically intense. Mm-hmm. Too graphically intense, isn't it? Shell 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 shaded. Yeah, but it's. Really, I can talk. Really wow. Really <laughs> Unfortunately, I I have to wonder about that because look at Platinum Games and their deal with Sega to publish some of their games. Yeah. Like there's uh, Mad World, which is going to come out next yep. month for the Wii, which looks interesting. They're also uh, publishing The Conduit, which looks kind of interesting. That's a, for a different mm. publisher, but they also have other games coming out for PS3 and all that. Like was it Bayonetta? Yeah, is the other one from Platinum Games, and then they have this really odd one for the DS, which I can't remember what it was. It was some weird strategy RPG or some strategy thing to do with uh, mechas. Okay, but the one thing I really, the one franchise I really want to see brought back is Shining Force. Oh, yeah, I'm really arcing back I know. now. Wow, strategy RPG, spectacular set of games. Like, uh, even if you just want to re-release all three scenarios of Shining Force 3, you know, where you didn't release scenarios 2 and 3 in North America? Hmm. You just hit us with scenario 1 and left it at that? Re-release that. Make Shining Force 4. These don't need to be that graphically intense. It didn't matter before. And any system can handle it. Here's the other funny thing. The Wii isn't getting much love as far as RPGs go, but the, the Nintendo DS is getting quite the a DS bit. DS is getting quite a bit. Yeah, and I Shining Force point. Feather and Fantasy Star Zero are slated for DS releases. I want home console here, too. I'm stuck with shitty Fire Emblem games. If Nintendo can continue to churn out crappy strategy RPGs... Sega can surely churn out one good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, speaking of like strategy RPGs and stuff like that, here's a little bit of a mini insult. I got myself a PSP rather recently. Why? First game I bought for it was Yggdra Union, which I found out later was a remake of, of the GBA, GBA game. game. Oh, have... snap. <laughs> they actually remade two games there. It was uh, the one you talked about, and then there was another one, which is escaping my naming right now. There's another one. Now, I also want to see remakes of the Dragon Force games, but I know that one's never going to happen. Hmm. Which is unfortunate, but it means I have a reason to continue playing my Sega Saturn. <laughs> <sighs> Good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I, you know what? I've, on that topic, somebody sent me an email last, uh, concerning last week's show when you talked about Sakura Wars. Mm-hmm. There's always that constant rumor that something is about to give... In terms of coming to North America. That rumor comes up. Yeah, I know. And I'm trying to recall it right now, but somebody sent an email referring to a company that's going to bring out the first of the New York games. I don't know if that's good. Why? Why? Sweet Lord, why? I'll show you the email after after the taping. It's just that... uh, No, even that comment is just going to piss me off. Why would you release the shittiest games in the series? You have four spectacular games. Sakura Tyson 1 through 4 are amazing. Sakura Tyson 5 is a flaming piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, here. Uh, yeah. Because um, that's what the American customers want, Bert, right? Uh, yeah, a here, flaming piece of shit. Little Birdie, Little Birdie told me that someone was finally brave enough to localize the, a, a game in the Sakura War series, mainly the fifth game in the main series for the PS2. That would be NIS America. 
See, the fifth game bastardized series. The, I mean... Wait, Hawk- Ennis America? You mean the... Ennis America, yeah. The, the, the ones, ones who brought out uh, Oenda and... Yep. And Elite Beat Agents? No, no, that was Nintendo. Ugh. Well, yeah, but I thought Ennis was... No, no, produced. not at all. Oh. Ennis uh, is the one, um, the RPG maker, remember? They were doing uh, Disgaea 2, 3... That's Nipponichi, right? Was it Nipponichi? Oh, yeah, it was Nipponichi. I would have forgotten. Oh, okay. America. They call it Ennis America. That's what they call it. Admittedly, this is just well, over my head. I thought Nipponichi was Nis America. Nis America. I, N-I-S, sir. Yeah, N-I-S. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I, I apologize. N-I-S America. I apologize Again, <laughs> I, it's just over my head, and I apologize. Yeah. You know, no, because the way you said it, it like America is listening to this. Don't release the fifth game. Okay. If, listen to the no, but like the diehard Sakura Tyson fans all think it's a piece of shit. They will also tell you that the first four games are amazing. What does that tell you? Also, if Nipponichi is listening, please don't make us buy a PS3 just to enjoy Disgaea Three. Maybe surprised. Yeah. Okay. I think we need to stop there. Maybe uh, Street Fighter Four Tuesday. Street Fighter Four, <laughs> which sorry, you still uh, need to buy a PS3 for. Start, start, uh, sorry, sorry, unless uh, you want a crappy D pad. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, my mind is so um, like I have such a short term thing. There's my. There's where my mind You're is right now. You're gonna build your legend and play online. No, right? I, I have a. I have a. I have like a 150 some odd game lose a match losing streak to my best friend, which will probably be extended after this comes out. But so. see, I actually, I actually would rather prefer the uh, the Turbo HD remix. Oh yeah, those look good too. Because I mean, the, the, they're really the stuff in four. I don't really care about. I, I'm just curious. Change, I, 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 but we'll see. Beautiful. We'll see. It does look Except like for the fact when we're playing on the certainly, certainly, I'm looking forward to giving it a shot next week. Okay. Um. I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go last. Uh, again, That's this usual. week. Yeah. In past years, over Valentine's Day, I've always stated a degree of angst towards it. Um, yeah, like I mean, uh, how are you guys spending? It? You're spending it with your uh, you're spending it with your fiance, but for opposite reasons. Yeah, yeah. we're having a big party. <laughs> um, I know you're you're spending it with your girlfriend, right? Yeah, out in Rico. Um, I'm moving furniture. Yeah, you're helping out. You're helping out family. <laughs> I'm I'm moving furniture. I've, we don't move. It. You know, for for me for me personally, uh, and if you've listened to the past few years, you know that I'm not. I always say something really mean spirited or for Valentine's Day. I just can't this year. It's just not one. It's um old. Anything I say about it is just just old now. So Aww. I don't have really anything new to say about uh, anything new and bad to say. And frankly speaking, I just don't have anything bad to say this year. And it's not because I'm with, uh, I, I, it's just not because of whatever my relationship status is. Cause there isn't any, it's just, just not in me. And Mike's heart grew a couple sizes. Yeah. No, maybe, maybe because it's just, I'm sorry. Was the Dr. I, Seuss comparison unwarranted? Yeah, you know what? Let's just say I'm in my happy place. So. <laughs> Use your left hand or your right hand for that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. You saved me but you know, <laughs> from being the worst. Yeah. You know what? Though uh, the thing is, um, for me, I have family who ce- I have a cousin who celebrates um, who celebrates his birthday on Saturday. So he'll be 14 on the 14th. So happy birthday, Neil. Um, and, uh, I think, and, and, and for all my, all my little cousins, their gift this year, their gift, their birthday gift would be to always pick something from the, from the library because I'm starting to dwindle it a little bit. So, uh, he has yet to decide, so he'll be a visit. So I think he'll have a chance to visit over the weekend to finally choose what, what that, uh, what title that'll be. 
Oh, and on that note, um, on the note of the of stuff coming out of the library, I do have a contest which is different from all the others, and I have to explain it to the others later. But and I would have actually announced that contest tonight. It's just that we have yet to pick a prize. So, um, so listen next week. Listen next week, but we're, because we're going to pick the prize, and we're going to pick the prize in just a couple seconds. We'll give you the details on the contest next week. Stay tuned for that. Also, uh, programming note: Megan has space to rant. We'll have the third space. Uh, we'll take the third rant space this weekend. Yes, it's uh, in theme for Valentine's Day because I she gave me an overview or she gave me a like the Cole's notes version or a. Rehearsed ver- uh, rehearsal version of it already, so I know what it, it's about, and uh, it's a guide. I guess that's the best I can put it. Oh, you'll man. hear. Maybe I need to do a counter guide after yeah. that. You'll hear. You'll hear it soon. You'll hear it soon enough. Hopefully, she'll have it up and up for up for me to put up this weekend. Anyway, that's it for this week. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or Mako Mieko flames. Um, Roundtable, you know where to reach us. Roundtable at thecomicden.com is our email address. www.animeroundtable.com. You can leave comments there. Uh, just be warned, um, if you leave it there, it's for all to see and will likely reply in kind, to be sure. Uh, don't forget, um, group on Facebook, uh, iTunes, Podcast Pickle, we're all there. Anyway, that's it for uh, this week. CN7, happy Valentine's Day. Good night from Toronto. Go and enjoy the chocolate.